Alright, what is going on guys? And no, this is not going to be a solo safe slot podcast. This is just a little interjection before we get into the full show that we recorded last night. Uh, but as I was editing the safe slot podcast episode 6 that you're about to watch, we did get an update on one of the stories that we talked about on the podcast. So I will be removing the part where we talk about PAX East because we did get because we did get a uh, very substantial update uh, this morning involving Predictions Involvement in Paxis. So I figured I'd just read the quote here from the Playdition blog and of course a link will be in the description. It says here, quote, today Sony Interactive Entertainment made the, made the decision to cancel its participation at PAX East in Boston this year due to increasing concerns related to the COVID-19, also known as the coronavirus. We felt this was the safest option as the, as the whole thing is changing daily. We are disappointed to cancel our participation in this event, but the health and safety of our global workforce is our highest concern. And so they have pulled out of PAX East. Uh, this is very, very noble because, of course, Last of Us Part 2 was going to be playable at this event. People were going to be able to go and actually play the game and have hands-on. And so now I don't know if people are ever going to... You know, I'm not like... Uh, the public, I mean, like, I don't know if the public is ever going to get a chance to to actually, you know, get hands on Paxis. And now that, uh, you know, we also had the uh, Taipei, uh, was it? Uh, there was also another uh, show that we did talk about as well uh, a few weeks ago that was also canceled. And Last of Us Part 2 was supposed to be there and they're supposed to have a trailer there as well. So it looks like, uh, you know, this is going to be pretty, pretty walky, pretty be rocky the next few months. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is just uh, something that I definitely was not expecting. I didn't uh, anticipate them to pull out because of coronavirus, honestly. Uh, you know, the the Taipei one, I'm pretty sure it was Taipei. If not, I'm sorry. But, um, you know, that one made a little bit more sense because that one was actually in a region where the coronavirus, the where the virus was a little bit closer to them and stuff like that. And so, obviously, you know, Paxi's being in Boston, they figured, okay, like, it's probably going to be okay, you know, but I guess they felt the need to pull out due to coronavirus. So I will be cutting that part out of the episode, uh, but just wanted to put it up here up front that PlayStation will not be coming to PAX East due to the coronavirus. So if you bought tickets, uh, I'm sure they're doing refunds of some sort. I'm not really 100% sure what they're doing from that standpoint. I wasn't planning on going to, on going to PAX East, but uh, that is where we're at. So unfortunate news right there, but let's get on to the full episode. What's going on, guys? It is your boy, TKD Once Deer, back again here on Saves Lot Podcast, episode six. Six. Yeah. Six? Why does that the seem number of so the beast. wrong? I don't know. I mean, we've just wrong? been in it for a minute now, you know? You know, veterans in the game. <laughs> I'm going to let you, uh, lovely gents, do your intro and plug whatever you need to plug. I'm going to check and make sure it is episode six because I, I feel like that's so wrong. But No, uh, that's right. I'm pretty sure that's right, but yeah, check it. Uh, I'm Jamel. Brent here. Yeah, that's pointing Brent. At, I was pointing at Jamel when I said Brent. Uh, <laughs> you'll you'll never know, but um, you could know if you check out our podcast, which is GameSpeak Podcast, and it's on all uh, podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, 
you know, all the, all the great stuff out there. And, um, also you can find us on our website, which is create for Uh, we just do like all around video game news. Mm. So mm. also of course, links in the description for these fine gentlemen right here. Appreciate it to my left. So, uh, and of course you're, oh, you, uh, wow. Ew. You are watching this on, of course, <laughs> either YouTube.com slash PlayStation Source, or if you're not, you're probably watching it or listening to it on podcast services. If you are not, down below in the description, you can check out our anchor link where you can find our link to our different podcast services. That, of course, being Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Spotify, all the good stuff where you can find us there to listen to our, you know, uh, thoughts and opinions on uh, different things. And specifically on Save Slot Podcast. So make sure you go check out that good stuff down below in the description. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter as well, at PSSourceVids as well. You can do those all things. Do those old things. Do all those things. Links, plural, links. I cannot do this intro. Wow, links in the description. So, uh, you know, because I can't talk right now, I'm going to let y'all talk about what you two have been playing. Oh, wait, Let's just bring up the elf in the room. The homie Taj, we're not going to roast him this episode for no, either no, half missing. Yeah, yeah. He only gets roasted if he, like, just doesn't pull up and doesn't have a reason. All right, this one's a good reason. He's doing his homework. He's la tarea for my Hispanics out there. You know what I'm saying? He's he's doing his thing, you know? So, actually, he's doing calculus. What did you just say, though? La tarea. What does that mean? That means homework in Spanish. You you want to know what's really funny is that, that I was just in Spanish too, uh-huh. and like that was at the top of all my homework, and I had no idea what that meant. La I just never <laughs> thought to look it up or anything. <laughs> yeah, that means homework. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I just go. had to ask. I was like, wait, this is my chance. Like <laughs> you said wait, it. <laughs> what does it mean? But shout I was out. like context clues here. You know. I uh oh. <laughs> I want to say mathem. No, there, there, there's no way math is mathematicas. That, that doesn't sound right. That Honestly, sounds right. It might be. It sounds. I that mean, sounds right. cool. It sounds however, like a, you said, you know, even if it's wrong, it sounds. You would say it. mathematics, but mathematicas. But I don't think that's how you say it. I really <laughs> doubt that's it. I just like when you say that. You that, can say that as much as you want. That just sounds <laughs> wrong to me. But mathematicas. He. <laughs> it's not as sexy when I say it. He's. He's uh doing calculus, so let's hope that homie gets, you know, the good grades in school this semester, you know what I'm saying? Uh so he may pop up sometime in the middle of this show or not turn up at all. I gave him the option to do either or, but we will not roast the homie this episode because he's doing it for homework. So it, it's all no. good, right? He misses and, another episode though. And yeah. It's gone down. I say we're, we're gonna roast so hard. I say we immediately roast him. If he doesn't give us a reason, we don't yeah. roast him on the first offense of homework. But if it's two times in a row or every second time on homework, we we roast him. If, if yeah, because you got to get your priorities straight at that yeah. point. You know, so, you got to be doing your homework. Absolutely. After the show. You <laughs> absolutely. Know? <laughs> so, so, so for sure, the next time he misses homework, we have to roast him. Hmm. But yeah. this time, we're going to let the homie slide. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Benefit of the doubt. Shout out to the homie Taj. Of course, links for him are in the description as well. So what have you, yo, I can't talk. What have you guys been playing here? Uh, I'm going <laughs> to let you two just pick whoever wants to go first. I feel like I always pick. 
I'm gonna let y'all. Um, okay, I've been playing The Evil Within, mm. and you know how earlier you're talking about games that feel influenced by The Last of Us. Yes, dude, I've noticed that The Evil Within has a lot of like Last of Us feeling like elements as far as like ammo management and like monsters and fucking like throwing the bottles to distract people and like melee weapons and stuff. Just a lot of it feels really last of us. It almost feels like a naughty dog kind of game. I don't know. It's weird, but I'm really enjoying it. It's from remedy, right? I can't remember. I don't think so. I don't, I'm not not entirely sure who made it. I think it might be just be some weird, like it's like developer. (laughs) Yeah. I can't remember who did it, but uh, it's like the original team from the old Resident Evil games, like something like that. It has a really Resident Evil-y vibe. The game itself kind of reminds me of like Resident Evil and Saw and Silent Hill all mixed together. It's like Ubisoft or something. I can't yeah, remember who. It's a, it's, it's a big name publisher with like a smaller studio under it, I think. I Bethesda. It's Bethesda. Yeah, I can't Bethesda. believe we got all these wrong. Yeah, it, the publisher is, is Bethesda. The developer is Tango Gameworks. Tango, yeah, yeah that's forgot, right. Forgot about Tango Gameworks under Bethesda. But, um, <laughs> I have always kind of wanted to try out this series. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it a shot. I got it for ten dollars at ooh, GameStop. And five. okay, do you go to GameStop ever? Like frequently? You're not a pro member, are you? I am a pro <laughs> member no. only because I you like are. getting the Game Informers every month. Awesome, me too. So if yeah. you're a pro member at GameStop, uh, starting it uh, started on January of this year. Now they give you five dollars in credit every month. So take yourself up to GameStop, uh-huh. and I got both the Last of Us, or I mean, the Evil Within one and two, and I got both of my five dollar credits and put it on there. And both games were only ten dollars, so I only paid ten dollars in total for both games uh, after wow. my credits. So yeah, that's a pretty come cool. Up. Wow. That's what I, I said. I was like, oh, that was a lot of game for 10 bucks, you know? Might as well use it before GameStop's gone. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I would like, I hope one day GameStop gets back in the news cycle because I do want to talk about, like, how long do we actually think GameStop's going to be around? But that could be for another day because I have some thoughts. Not much longer, you know man. I'll tell you Definitely. That. If, if they can make it till the end of the year for like the new console releases, then I say probably like max like five years. Um, if they if they shut or if they go bankrupt before the end of the year, then they're just out. We should collab on a video about this because this I think we could elaborate on that. Oh, 100 percent. Oh, yo, I'm down. I was, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm down. I'm down. So even with do you think you'll go to the sequel after this? Mm, maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I, I get in these manias where like I get really into a game and I'll sometimes I'll play through the whole series. Like I did that with the Batman uh, Arkham games or so whatever. I. Yeah, I played I through all of them back to back. And right now I'm really into the uh, the evil within. But we'll see if it like holds my attention through the whole game. Like a lot of times, like I'll get halfway through a game or like three quarters of the way through a game and just like just it just loses me. I don't right, know sometimes. Right. I feel yeah. you. But I'm digging it right now. I like the upgrade elements in the game. Like, uh, there's there's just like hidden keys all throughout the game, and like you can open lockers with the keys, and it kind of feels like Yakuza uh, Kiwami. Have you ever played that? Where there's like keys all over the place, and you go open the lockers, and there's like fun hidden shit in it. I don't know. Uh, I really like that. So little nice. things like that keep me like interested in the gameplay and stuff. You know. I feel that. And the I world is that. interesting. I feel that. I feel like considering how much I'm liking Resident Evil, which. I know. I still haven't beaten that game. I got to some interesting parts, though. I got to, uh, mm. you know, to not spoil it, 
the alligator part or the Ooh, crocodile yeah. part. I got to that. Um, and I'm back to Leon to not oh, spoil okay. it. I did that yeah. one thing when you played with that one character, you know, with yeah. that, you know, in that, you know, right. Right. In so, that one place. In that one yeah, spot. Yeah, definitely yeah. in that one spot under that one thing. Yeah, I did whoa, that. Oh, bro. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Getting know, too close to spoiler man, territory right. right now. I was under something. You don't know what I'm under. You know what I'm saying? I'm under something. <laughs> but uh, I am back to um, Leon, if you will, to, to be as vague as possible. But oh. uh, Jamel. I love that game. You, uh, oh. you got all the cords out for PSVR. Plug them I in. Did. I borrowed Brent's VR. I, bar- I borrowed Brent's PSVR because he's been playing on that Oculus Quest or whatever. Mm. Um, he thinks he's too bougie now. So uh, <laughs> I, I borrowed his PSVR and jumped on her. What is it? Z- Firewall, Firewall Zero. Zero. I always want to say Horizon Zero Dawn. Dude, I but, know, uh, bro. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was on that too. Fire- Firewall Zero Hour is tight. All right. So I was playing it with this dude. So like I'm playing in training mode. And uh, everybody speaks a different language for some reason. I guess there's just not that many people playing. Uh, And so this game is like Rainbow Six, but in VR. Uh, And so this guy who barely speaks English is like trying to teach me how to play the game. So like we're running through it and he's just like, laser, laser, laser. And he's like pointing his like gun laser at at like things that I need to pick up and stuff. And so I'm like, oh, okay, all right. And so I go over and I like pick it up and he's like, good job. And like, you know, and so then we like go around. <laughs> we like go and like we're playing this one mode where we're like on the defensive and like all these bots come in and start like laying waste to me and like some other newbies. And the guy is like walking around and he's like shooting the, the like all of a sudden you see the, the bodies like start falling and he's like one two three four like counting them off as he's knocking them down and then he comes to heal us and he's like one like after he heals one of us and like starts counting up again it was pretty it was pretty so funny like really, <laughs> it was like really into the shit like damn i cursed oh yeah dude he was all right oh yeah i, I, I think we cursed 11. way early into this did we i i, I, I think burnt I said the f word at some point oh, really sorry <laughs> yeah, okay. well my shit was at 11 minutes so we'll see if what, i made uh, it past the threshold yeah, hit, it, what is the threshold? Dude, Do you know yet? I think it's five minutes, but I'm still testing it with this podcast. So, we're, did we we're, get flagged on the last couple? Yeah, or? last week we did. I think the, I think the one before <laughs> yeah. we didn't. We gotta start. We gotta start like putting like cat meows or something over yeah, like all the curse words. That would like, be a hilarious me. way to censor this. That would be really funny. <laughs> <laughs> so overall. Are you so? I mean, like, how does it play like pretty well? Like, this play pretty good? Or, like, what are your thoughts on, like, I guess, working with a. It's a first person shooter, I believe, in Correct. VR. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. It, how's it play? It's it's kind of like Search and Destroy in uh, Call of Duty, mm-hmm. where, like, you know, there's like something that you got to go set off or whatever. Uh, you're like looking for laptops for some reason. And then, like, um, when you're on the, the defensive, you like hide the laptop. And they have to come and find it and like deactivate it or something. Uh, the the game's pretty interesting. Um, it, it's it feels like paintball. Like it, it just imagine it you're playing paintball, like paintball. Interesting, but with guns, real guns, real world <laughs> violence. No, 
You really do get a paintball vibe from it though, because it's like two teams of four, and it starts you on these little maps, and you like there's obstacles and stuff you can hide behind. I don't know, it's pretty. Yeah, cool. and you can like lean like bu- over like around corners and stuff, and like you can open doors, plant C4 explosives. You can do a lot of stuff. It's next level. Dang. The, the one would say <laughs> the future. Interesting. Yeah. And it's really great graphics for a PSVR game. Yeah. Like it looks I've seen some gameplay. It looks like I'm like, damn, like this, honestly it doesn't look that bad. Like, you know, not to like crap on like every PSVR game or like VR game in general, but like, you know, to to have a game running in VR, it it's gonna take a hit graphically. You know, th- mm-hmm. that's just where we're at right now with its with the technology, you know, with what they can render in a you know, three three sixty degree view, you know, space. You know what I'm saying? But um, that one looks it, it looks pretty good. I like it. The weird thing is though, like even with the graphics being subpar, when you're in a VR game, you almost can't even tell really. Like it, it's just it, it's so immersive that like you forget to care about the graphics. You know, like I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, I think it's just the fact that it's like all around you. You know. Yeah, and it's not like you're like looking at like a screen that's close to your face. You it literally like envelops you like you're in the, it's like your eyes are being tracked or something like that i right. forget what it's called but like um that's pretty pretty interesting um the one thing uh i was gonna say about the psvr though i forgot dang it it's super important though or not important but i thought it was really interesting um i do i mean yeah, i guess i'll come back to it yeah if you ever remember that thought please definitely let us know but like um i did have just one more question about your experience with this game. Have you been playing it with the DualShock 4 or with Move Wands? Like No. The, I got the light gun or whatever it's oh, called. The aim, the aim controller. The yeah. thing. Damn. That's the way to yeah. do it, man, yeah, honestly. Yeah. So it, it's tight. So I'm like looking <laughs> down the, the sights and everything. Like you, you can actually that lift it up and look down. Just like, Bleh! you know, that's that's <laughs> that's the sound that I make when I'm like, yeah. People don't like playing Bleh! VR with me because that's all they hear. Like, that's like bro, there's that's sound dope. effects in the game. I'm like, I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Max Payne, huh? Oh, yeah, I am playing that as well. Um, Reason why is because I got on like a Remedy kick recently. I don't know why we were talking about Remedy, but I was like, you know what? I never played Max Payne 2, and I've played the first Max Payne game like a 100 times. So, like, uh, I I went to go find it. I was like, maybe I can find it on PlayStation. Nope, you can't find it on there. I should have known. Checked Xbox because it has backwards compatibility. Nope. You can't play Max Payne on Xbox. You can't play the first, second, or third on any of the consoles, uh, modern-day consoles. So um, I had to go on to Steam, and they had a bundle for $14.99, Max Payne and Max Payne 2. Mm. And then, um, so I'm only, I think I have like 30 minutes left of gameplay, basically, in the first Max Payne game. And then uh, after I finish that, I'm going to jump into Max Payne 2 for the first time. And let me tell you, these games hold up, bro. They hold up so well. Like even what, if you've like, never played them. Early twenty tens, I think, right? Like wasn't it? Like, oh dude, the first Max Payne came out whenever I was like a kid. I'm talking like this was probably around two thousand seven, two thousand oh. no, it was before that. It was like two thousand five. Wow. It was like I'm the first off. game. Wow, I'm way off. In my opinion, Max Payne, like the original Max Payne, the control scheme is best on PC too, because yeah. that's the game it was like that's how it was originally like meant to be played, you know what right, I mean? So I just right. feel like it translates really well to PC, you know. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I want I want to look at the year that came out because Yeah, definitely. 
Because wait, but, which Max Payne came out in like 2010, 2011, 2012? Which Max probably Payne three? Am I? That's got to have been the third one. Am I? Yeah, you're thinking of, of Max Payne three. I'm probably thinking Max because that came out when I was in high school, I think. Right? Yeah, I'm probably thinking of Max Payne three. Not entirely. I'm, sure. I never played any of the Max Paynes. Never. I know that I played the original Max Payne on PC, and then I played it again on Xbox, and I never played the second one, like Jamel. It came out. It came out in 2001. Wow. Bro. Wow. We're way off. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, the game holds up, bro. It holds up. 2001. Yep. I was three years old. Damn. Dang. Wow. Yeah, I was like That's nine nice. or something. No, I wasn't even nine yet. I was. It's 1992. Yeah, you must I was have been nine. nine yeah, I was nine years. Damn. Wait, you're that much older than me. Yeah, bro. Ooh, I'm such I'm a 28. Youngin, I'm such uh, a young. I turned 22 next week. Yeah, so 22. Yeah, don't don't let don't let that don't yeah, let the time it. pass you by, bro. <laughs> I mean, been a, all I know is that from 21 to 22, that was the fastest year. But so much happened in that. You just year, get faster bro. every year. I feel like Do your perspective really? of time changes yeah. as you get older. Oh no, it definitely has to. Years bro. go by faster. Or oh, hundred percent. I don't know. Has to hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, uh, you start to become more acquainted with your with the reality that you're slowly turning into your parents, and that, then you're gonna turn into your grandparents. And then that you die. and like <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it's it like life is getting a lot easier to navigate. If that makes sense. Oh like, yeah, yeah. You definitely pick up. Like, oh no, like this is what this is. Like it, it's not so much a question anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I easier to navigate. Easier to understand, harder to navigate. It's like, oh, I that's know why this isn't it. working. <laughs> that's a good way. But you, you understand why? Why it's bullshit? <laughs> but right, right, right. That, well, uh, considering you know of uh, putting up with stuff over the years, you know, a long time series that I um, really I feel like you know this game. In a lot of ways, like made me a hardcore gamer, and in, in the ways of like, this is the first game that like, I I like was obsessed with. Not no, that's actually not true at all. It's not true. It it was like the I don't want to put it, Call of Duty. Long time Call of Duty fan. I don't know how to phrase it. You know, I've been a cop fan for years. So uh, Modern Warfare Season Two just kicked off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they, what do you think? They, so. I'm trying so hmm. So the main thing I want to bring up about Mar- Modern Warfare season two uh is that they did put a lot of Modern Warfare two things in this season two. You know, second season, you know, Modern Warfare season two. You know, I think I think that's what they were going for. Uh they put what in essence is the UMP forty five. I know in terms of like gun reviews that I watch, shout out to Drifter, shout out to Exclusive Ace on YouTube. Uh it's not quite like the UMP forty five. But it looks like it, so I'll take it. But more importantly, they they added rust in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know on paper it sounded like it'd be cool because because having the nostalgia right, but just how fast you die in this game, right? And to be fair, that's kind of a trademark of rust. Though, exactly, you know? like, like you just... yeah, because like you like died really fast in Marvel two anyway, so. Yeah. I don't know if I'm having kind of like a notoriously controversial map as far as like, you know, spawn camping and shit oh, goes, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's just like, hey, like you haven't played Marvel 2 Rust on PS3. 
you know, in a while. And this yeah. is pretty close to what it actually is. Like, if I went back, I bet, like, you know, like, I I want a Monfrey 2 remake, right? I'm one of the people that want it, but I understand that, hey, if we got Modern Warfare 2 in 2020, like, just as is, right, people would hate it. People yeah. would not like it. I know that for a for fact. Me. For a fact. There are so many problems in that game, but uh, that's not the game question here. Call of Duty Monfer Season 2, I think it's good. I think it's a pretty good season. They added a lot of cool stuff to it. Um, and one of the things we'll talk about later on in this safe slot, Episode 6, uh, is going to be, you know, the Battle Royale, which has been uh, pretty much leaked and pretty much confirmed, which we touched on a little bit last week. But there's been some more details in there as well that we'll add on to. Uh, but things that I didn't list that I'm still playing – uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake. Mm. I know it's taking me forever to get to this game. I apologize. You know, a homie's busy How over dare here. you? I know. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm still chugging through that. Still enjoying that. Uh, Pokemon, whenever where I can play it, you know, it's not like... Pokemon, I'm just going to take it slow. You know, I'm going to just yeah, ch- chip it away at it. Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to chip it away at it. Like, I feel like I could not sit there and play Pokemon for like... More than, like, an hour and a half, you know? That's kind of how it's turned for me. Like, as a kid, like, red and blue, like, yellow, I could play all day, you know, no matter what. But, like, as I've gotten older, like, even with this new Pokemon game, I found I was sitting there playing for, like, an hour, and then I'd have to get up and go do something else, and then, like, I'd come back to it. It's like, I don't know. Something about it is just not as catchy as it used to be. And I think it's just age, you know? I mean, like... I don't know if you recall, but this is my first Pokemon that I've ever played in my entire life. Mm-hmm. This is this yeah, is my yeah, first yeah, one. yeah, yeah. But so, but you're coming in as an adult on it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like I feel like it's the age thing. It's I like, am feeling that too. It's like, man, like I bet this would be really cool if I was like ten, twelve. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> but like, <It's> like, <laughs> like I, but when it's like, man, like, so I don't know if I was like expecting more out of it. Because how much people loved it, but I guess I really just misjudged how much of that love is just really just nostalgia, which is not a bad thing. It's just it is no. what it is, you know what I'm saying? But there's just really nothing that mechanically deep about the game. Like, like once you understand no. what counters what, it's merely just of active you just choosing what's the most effective, making sure you heal, catch Pokemon in the wild, add your Pokedex, and that's. Pretty much it. Like, there's raids that yeah. seem pretty cool that my friend was showing me that he's waiting till I kind of rank up, rank up a little bit higher to be able to experience those, you know, which which look which look pretty cool. But I'm like, man, like, there's I I guess like yeah, like this is this is the gameplay, you know. I and think that's one of the things that a lot of people like about Pokemon though is that it's just it, that it simplistic. is so simple. Yeah, that, there's not much to true. it. It's kind of like an Animal Crossing kind of like pick it up and don't have to work too hard to figure it all out kind of vibe you know what i mean like i, I do fucking love animal crossing though and dude did y'all see that oh, yeah. fucking direct that's happening bro on thursday you got me, you got me wait when up. is it happening it's happening thursday coming pretty morning. soon i think thursday morning thursday yeah. morning why did we not talk about this on our show i don't know i i uh did forgot y'all miss about that? yo that 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 broke like five hours ago that's why okay that pisses me off because 
I was all hyped up on these rumors about the the Nintendo Direct coming, oh, and then of course, when I'm on the show, they want to just announce this. That's highly <laughs> unfortunate. Like I don't bro. exist or something. It's almost like they don't care. That's you know highly what I'm saying? unfortunate. But no. <laughs> to do a shameless plug, I will be reacting live to the Direct with my homie Christian Buckley on Joy Clicks. I'm gonna have Hit to watch that. that. Hit up that. I want to see y'all get so excited for the new it's, Pokemon game. It's, <laughs> it's 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 again absurdly early in the morning. It's like seven a.m. No, not seven a.m. I think it's like six a.m. for me. I think six or seven. I, I got to check again, but it's dumb early. So catch me tired as hell on this on this direct live reactions. Hope you enjoy it. But the next game I want to get into that I've been playing that will roll into the main topics of the show. Is a little game called Dreams. Of course, Media Ooh. Molecule, long time in the making, eight years in the making, actually, if we're being if we're being honest about it. You know what I'm saying? Uh so I did play through the Media Molecule story mode of Dreams. It's called Arts Dream. If you have dreams, uh it is arts like A R T apostrophe S like like it's a possessive apostrophe s you know what i'm saying arts somebody dream. named art yes precisely someone named art his dream by media molecule that acts as the main story mode um you you will recognize a lot of the things in that uh dream with different trailers that they have put out for dreams and then different marketing uh stuff that they have put out for it like that's where it derives from um, and it's about a two and a half hour long experience. So think of it like one episode of like a Square Enix Life is Strange episode, you know, it'll run you about two and a half hours pretty much. And um, I thought it was great. I thought it was a lot more dynamic than I was expecting, which makes sense because they want to show off like what you can create in dreams. Yeah, like not only the power, but like also like how dynamic game creation can be in in dreams, right? And like I was thinking a lot about like man, like it's all dreams honestly is a really cool thing to come from Media Molecule because it's the honest like it's what you would imagine the next step would be after Little Big Planet. You know, after them making hey, here's a side scroller platformer, you know what I'm saying? And like this is what it mm-hmm. is, right? And to to blow it up to like literally any game that you can think of, you know, is is really really cool. And I haven't gone through any of the user created dreams yet. I've only. That's what I, I'm excited yeah, about. Yeah. So I will bring you all that next week because I still have yet to dive into that. I had to go to work today, unfortunately. So I just did the Arts Dream stream. And by the way, that is up on the channel, youtube.com slash plays and source. You can check out that full live stream if you want to, you know, go through that whole Let's Play. You can check that out. But overall, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was a really great experience. Very well done. Very compelling story. I don't want to, like, you know, blow up and. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, spoil. Like there we go. Oh, spoil. Spoil, spoil yeah. the actual story. But it's a very touching, like, and it definitely hits home, like, especially for creatives like us, you know, like for, for, for people that like make content and for people that, uh, you know, do what we do, you know what I'm saying? It definitely does hit home in a lot of ways to like that. Like if you've ever like doubted something that, you, that you're working on, you know, and it just, and it, it transcends to everything like besides like creation, you know, like and but I feel like it'll it it'll double down on content creators, but it it be for anything, you know, like if if you ever experience like self doubt, you know, like that's essentially what the story is about. So it's very very cool, very very good. I I I definitely liked it a lot. Uh, but uh, I'll let you all know how I feel about some of the other dreams I get into 
next week. So you check out I think I'm going to buy it. It was only $40. Yeah, it's 40 bucks. I say it's worth it, yo. I say it's 100% worth it. 100%. See, my thing is, like, I don't really have any desire to make my own dream or game or anything, but I can't wait to play all the shit that other people come up with. Like, I am so excited about trying everybody's games and, like, stuff. I don't know. It just is. It seems really, really cool to me, and I've seen really good reviews for it overall. That's, so I don't know. that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if you – someone that literally just wants to make stuff in Dreams – the $40 is worth it. I feel like if you just want to play, it's worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's, it's, you can easily justify the price if you're honest with, like, okay, what you want to do in dreams. Cause I, cause look, I have never been someone to, um, you know, dabble into user generated content in games. Like, I'm usually not one to, like, you know, I, I wasn't making my own levels in Infamous 2, for mm-hmm. example. Like, that just wasn't something that I wanted to do, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or um, not like in like Assassin's Creed Odyssey where you can make your own quest storylines online. Like those, I think are really really cool things. But I just was never someone that would, would want to do that. But I'm gonna keep it honest. Like I kind of want to try to make something in Dreams. And like I've I've like had like a series idea going on in my head where like I kind of want to like document like all right, let's do- let's do like a series about me like learning different stuff. In- different stuff in dreams and different mechanics and dreams and like doing like a weekly check-in on the channel of like all right like here's where my dream is at you know like you here's have me like test your game every week blind and like have that. nothing like just just see yeah. how it updates every week or <laughs> or i mean like put you guys in the game and like you guys do vo lines for me like different stuff like oh, yeah, that like sure. you know what i'm saying like i think like it could be really cool because there's you can make tracks in dreams uh, for different levels. You can make VO for dreams in, the, in different levels. You can, like I'll do all the voiceover work. Well, you that's want, what I was bro, about yeah. to say is exactly equipment to do that. You know, like as people who make podcasts and content on the internet, we have all the mics, we have all yeah. that stuff. Like, you know, it'd be pretty easy to get in there and you know do all that. Oh, and yeah, I, I imagine at this point you've learned how to write pretty well you know having to do scripted content and stuff like that i feel like it'd be pretty easy to come with that the game design is the hard part i feel like the mechanics and like figuring out how you want it to play out but i mean and i and i actually did a series on the channel called road to dreams where i had someone that was in the beta and even nominated for the impy awards uh for really yeah, I had her on one of the episodes, and she was talking about, like, hey, listen, like, the overall creation tool set, as long as you do the tutorials and really, and really like, pay attention to them, everything's pretty straightforward. You know what I'm saying? Because all yeah. you have is the DualShock 4, you know what I'm saying, as, like, the main, like, input to be able to create stuff. And, like, she says that, like, honestly, like, it is pretty straightforward once you go through the go through those you know lessons and stuff like that in in sculpting and then like doing all the all the different things and apparently it's pretty straightforward but i don't know i do yeah. i don't i'm still balancing it out because i have no time in any days as of right now but i i, I don't know i kind of want to try it kind of want to try it i've heard you can use move controllers for sculpting too mm-hmm. if you have any of the old move controllers laying yep. around yep yep indeed you can do that and i think for vo I'm pretty sure there's a method to record VO on, like, a computer or, or, like, on a Mac, on, like, a nice Mac like this, and then import them into Dreams. 
Oh, I wow, think cool. I think there's a way to do that, and that's how people have been getting like high quality audio. But if you don't have that, I think you can just record off your headset, off the PS4. <laughs> Obviously, that some of those headsets have pretty good mics. on Some of them do. Like, you know. A lot of them don't. Yeah. Some of them do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just like hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think like if I was to have like actual you know VO done by people, I would want them to do it on like. A setup if they have like, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah just for ex- sure. Sends me on Google Drive, and now I'll figure out putting it into my game. You know what I'm saying? But uh, uh, maybe I may be experiencing that on PS5 according to our first link of this episode. Uh, we have someone at Media Molecule named Mark Healy talking about uh, wherever dreams comes, you know, like where wherever dreams goes in the future. So – I want to read a little quote here. He says, uh, quote, obviously we're focusing on the PS4 at the moment, but assuming it gains traction and is a success, that's an obvious next step. That being, of course, the PS5. And so he says also, quote, I can't imagine there'd ever be a Dreams 2. It's just Dreams gets updated and we keep supporting it. It's not like there's a YouTube 2, is there? So he makes a good point how like he, you know, has a compelling view of like Dreams is going to be a platform moving forward. You know, and I feel like that's exactly like what it should be. You know, considering also has that to be. yeah, I mean, because it took them eight years to make this. I mean, that's not a hero there, but um, but yeah, I like I like yeah. I definitely feel like it it's it's better for you know dreams to be a platform and also um uh you know for like a PC version they also talk about that how they want to add like keyboard and mouse support on PS4 and stuff like that, but there isn't really a PC. PC version currently in development, but a PC version would be nice, especially with the planned VR support coming out. You know. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's also even plans for uh, people to somehow export their games that they've made um, onto like different game engines, like Unity. That would be crazy. Yeah, mm. like they said that like they they are planning on like having that being a thing. Like you're you'll be able to start a dream. You know, in dreams, and then export it into like a different software, which Weird. I think would be interesting. That's crazy. Exactly. I know. Like, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna see some crazy stories about that in the next couple of years, where it's like this game started on dreams, you know, and now it's like a, a hit, you know, like a worldwide hit or something. I, you know, I just want to know what's gonna be the first game that's like high profile AAA that's gonna debut on dreams, and like be like, hey, like you can only play this on dreams. I that's, don't think you'll be able cool. to to like predict the game just because it's going to be something that you would never imagine. You know, like I just feel like it'll be like something similar to like an indie title, like how some of these random like portal indie- or some shit. Like- yeah, something mm-hmm. something like that. Or, and I was thinking more along the lines of like just like a two D platformer or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But then they also did go on to talk about a little bit more how like they actually have dreams running on the PS Five right now. And, 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 like, dream, you know, which is pretty much obvious. Like, it's not like Dreams is that much of, like, an intensive game. If it, if it, if it could run on PS4, it could run on PS5. That's given. Right. Um, but they said that they still have, like, you know, zero plans at the moment, which I feel like they're just focused on the launch of Dreams. And maybe there'll be plans to bring it to PS5 in the future. Or it'll just be a cross-compatible like every other game is supposed to be on PS5. So, also... As we still talk about dreams, dreams right now is sitting at I believe a let me check right now actually the Metacritic I think it's at ninety yes ninety right now so definitely very very high praise for the game. Oh. Um, it got a lot of rave reviews 
and it's one of the highest re- reviewed PS4 games currently. So, awesome. very, 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 very good stuff. A lot of people definitely enjoyed Dreams. Uh, and then we got a little bit more. Just want to run through the Dreams. Oh, also, they talk about this week that the uh, PSVR support is almost ready for the game. They say your quote. That uh, it is nearly done, and PSVR is in the pipeline, and it's actually nearly done, to be honest. I'd love to get multiplayer in there, but we haven't got a date for that, as that's not nearly as done. And then we did have Yoshida test out the campaign, what I played, Arts Dream, in virtual reality. And this was his exact quote. He said, it was fucking cool, unquote. (laughs) But in Yoshida's voice. (laughs) Which is... I would love to hear him, dude. I want that as, yeah. as my ringtone so bad. Yo, Shida saying awesome. it's fucking cool. <laughs> I can't wait to try it. I honestly, I feel like a lot of these little experiences, like even the ones that seem kind of dumb, will probably be way cooler uh, just in VR or seeing everything on 3D all around you and stuff. You know? Yeah. I no. Know. Yeah. I mean, like it, we've been seeing all of, like the really cool things that, uh, that you know we've been able or like not we like i've made anything but like what the dreams community has been able to make uh and to add vr to that fold and have that be a different dynamic feature that people can utilize in their dreams i think i think we're gonna see a lot of cool stuff we're gonna see a lot i want to know if it's just gonna make all the dreams that are currently available vr accessible or if people are gonna have to make like vr specific dreams to go with it you I'm pretty, know what I mean? I, I would like to imagine that you, like, when they flip on VR mode, that every dream is just going to work in VR. I don't think that would be the case. I, like, I feel like it would be, like, a whole different set of steps on developing a VR, you know, version yeah. of, like, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but. No, I mean, you, you're yeah, probably right. I don't know. It, I just feel like it would take a lot. Think about. Yeah. Which I guess we'll see when it when it when when it comes out. And I'll follow it. I won't be able to test it because I, I I don't have a PSVR. You know, maybe I can borrow one from a friend. At that point, we'll and ship I'll, you the one. Yeah, brand. I was say, yeah. we can probably ship mine back and forth. <laughs> Shoot, but uh, we will see once that comes around. So overall, Dreams is good. Right now, I recommend it. I am going to be making a review on the game uh, when I get a little bit more hands on on like user generated stuff. But if you want my quick impressions. Thumbs up. Definitely, definitely. One out of ten. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) After all that praise. I mean, hmm, one out of ten. Right now I'm sitting at like... Controversial. I'm sitting at like an eight. I'm sitting at like an eight. Eight point five is where I'm sitting. I mean, like, Art's Dream was really good. Like, it was a really, really good, like, two and a half hour experience. I was like, man, this is impressive. And, like, I mean, I, I went from, like, you would go from, uh like, third person 3D platformer to there was at one point there was like a third person like shooter not like third person shooter but like how explain this like like top down shooter while i'm in a moving vehicle oh cool then i'm in the air then it was uh like uh how explain that like resogun-esque type of gameplay i forgot how you describe that um like twitch shooter no like a like a like a 2d space shooter there was that as well. There was like a lot of like it just the game like Arts Arts Dream was a very good way of them showing off like the the different genres that you could delve into in dreams mm. overall. So very, nice. very good. But we got some interesting thoughts 
and things that were said about uh, E3 this year. Mm. Jeff Keighley is skipping E3 for the first time in 25 years, my my boys. An end of an era. Listen, <sighs> I thought, I don't know about you guys, right? But I thought it was really bad enough that, all right, PlayStation's not going to be there. You know, a second year in a row. Yeah. It was a big loss. At least I feel like. Because, you know, look, mm-hmm. look, I like I, loss. like I said before, I understand I'm a Sony pony. Look at the lights. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I'm a bit of a PlayStation fanboy, right? But uh, <laughs> I do feel that. As we say on a Save Slot podcast. <laughs> Sony Pony, you know what I'm saying? But um, I have been one to say that, you know, out of in for for every E3 before 2018, when they when they first didn't, didn't show up, right? 2018? Yeah, 2018. 2018? I think no. it was 2017. No, it was 2018. Was it 2018? Yeah, and then yeah, it was the year before last year. Yeah. No, it was last year. No, it wasn't. Yeah, 20. Yeah, it was. Tw- 2019. It was 2019 was when they. Oh yeah, yeah, you right, right. go. So 2019, I was like, man, like I always felt like every E3 before that point, PlayStation was like the cream of the crop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like killing it. Yeah, like okay, you know, like we we get a pretty good Microsoft conference every year. Overall, I would say that you know there's some pretty good stuff in there. I, I'll say generally speaking, as an speaking, Xbox fanboy, I do not agree with you. We had nothing at like, E3 for gen- like ever. Maybe I'm being generous, you know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> I thought generous. I thought I thought they were you know pretty uh, you know uh, they showed off cool cars. I liked last year's E3 <laughs> for Microsoft. You know, like what was that last year's E3? Oh, dude, All the game studios they bought. That's true. Yeah, but That's they true. just said like, "Oh, we got all these studios, but we have nothing to show you." So, well, not yet, but cool. But I mean, then you had PlayStation come through with Ghost of Tsushima and like all these amazing <laughs> games that they, you know, have been working on. All right, fair enough. But you know, but but don't none... forget they show off cars. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. But but like, I always thought that like PlayStation was like. The cream of the crop of all the press conferences, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so it definitely. was already, it was already like, man, they aren't going like shit. But now Jeff Keeley also is like, yo, I'm out. He uh, also says some interesting things. So I want to kind of read the statement uh, that 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 he put up on Twitter. He says, uh, for the past 25 years, I have attended every electronic entertainment expo covering, hosting, and sharing E3 has always been a highlight of my year, not to mention a defining part of my career. I've debated what to say about E3 2020. While I want to support the developers who will showcase their work, I also need to be open and honest with you, the fans, about precisely what to expect from me. And that whole thing cut off. That wasn't the full quote. You hate to see it. Here we go. Given what has been publicly communicated about plans for E3 2020, I just don't feel comfortable participating in the show at this time. This certainly wasn't an easy decision, easy decision to make, but I think it's the right one for me. And I wanted to, and I wanted fans to know before tickets go on sale. So I mean, I do commend them for being hey, listen, like before y'all, you know, buy E3 tickets, like I will not be buying a ticket. You know what I'm saying? Well. Uh, Sorry, he what? also said something that I don't know if they quoted it in that yeah, article, but oh, he did say mm-hmm. it just now. Yeah, about the thing, uh, uh, where he said, "Knowing what I know about the show, yeah. what does that mean?" 
Because, yeah, what does he know? But here, <laughs> here's what it, you know. Here's what's like tinfoil hat conspiracy for me is that Sony gave that same thing. They said like, given what we've heard from E3, not exactly like that, but like in lame terms, you know, they also had the same reasoning of like, hey, like we have you know gone over what is coming at E3 2020. We don't like it either. So we're, you know, going to dope the deuces as well this year. It's so like, what does that mean, though? What does that mean? I want to know, Is are they, like, selling drugs out the back? Like, what's ha- they're, like, trying to distance themselves from E3, it sounds like. They're, the way that he said it, it was like, yo, I know something dirty about E3, <laughs> and I don't want to be associated with that. My thoughts are maybe there's some kind of political thing they're going to do at E3, and, like, some of these people just don't want any part of it or something, maybe, you know? Maybe. I just, because, I mean, yeah. sorry, no, go ahead. I mean, like, what, like, my knee-jerk reaction is it's probably likely, um, like, them just doubling down on the more consumer side that they've been trying to bolster about E3, you know? And, like, them at, them letting uh, the public in, you know, as if it's, like, a fan event, you know? Which I, I'm not completely against, like, fan aspects of E3, but I do still wish that E3 still retained its, like, you know, press and media only. And, like, this is, you know, like, for the fans to a degree, but as much as it is for the companies, you know, and, like, for the press and for the media and for the games industry as a whole. You know what I'm saying? But But I feel like having it open to the consumers makes it even more friendly for developers and stuff because it gives people a chance to have that hands-on. Like, the people that show up get a chance to have hands-on uh, with games on the show floor that they might not have ever tried, uh, given that they ha- they hadn't seen it at E3. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like it, it just seems so weird to me that all the people in the press are so like against uh, you know just normal people going to E3. I feel like that's such a like a uh, like a I don't uh, trying to freaking block people from enjoying the the industry that they love you know right it's right. such a weird thing and like to play devil's advocate because like again i'm not industry i'm not media i've never been to e3 right but like i've heard a lot of like what people have said uh you know going into 2019 and like leaving it through 2019 and how the change of like them like no was 2018 whenever they started letting more public tickets in <laughs> i think it was 2019 oh but, okay um, okay you're right I think it might have been 2018, though. I totally forgot. Let us know in the comments. But let us know down in the comments what it is. But beside the point, I know that they have said, like, from from their angle is that, like, at the end of the day, they still utilize E3 to conduct business, right? And and it's difficult to conduct business when you have an extra, like, 15,000, 20,000 people on the show floor. You know what I'm saying? Like, lines are longer. Uh, you know, you're more likely to miss, um, you know, book things that that you have reservations for different and, and like and on top of if you have a following, you know, that can be a little bit cumbersome. And like I know that that like sounds like what's from like like a first world problem in a way, but I do kind of see that angle. Like I feel like that would probably get a little bit annoying, you know, if I was like trying to cover it and. You know, there was actually like 20,000 people that don't understand like how I'm treating E3, which is like for business as opposed to yeah. the average, you know, consumer going to E3 with like they're 
treating it as like you know they're trying to see new games and it's and it's a more exciting thing even though it's not all quote-unquote exciting for the person that is going in for business you know yeah well i mean you have to you have to realize not you specifically but right, the people right. that are like oh you know the consumers are ruining it or like the people that show up uh, that aren't part of press they get press time you know like they they have a lot of times each day that they they go in and they do their press stuff and then they allow people to come in you know it's not like it's like a consistent like influx of people the whole time you know, uh, it's just an added thing. You know, I, I feel like it's it's just like no matter what way they paint it, it always seems like a first world problem to me. And it always seems like they're gatekeeping, you know, because right. they it's like, you know, like we were here, you know, we we're the ones that are doing the hard work. And then all these dumb gamers come in here. You know, it's it's just like, yo, bro, like you have the best job in the world. Could you just chill out for a second, you know, and let people enjoy the industry, you know, like. You get to go back to, you know, IGN or wherever in, you know, like and work in your cush job playing, you know, playing video games to review and stuff. You know, these people work, you know, jobs that are like, you know, this guy might be a garbage man. This guy, you know, this guy's been saving up all year just to come check this thing out. You know, like it's just it's so weird to me whenever people get like that. Right. My thing is, regardless of like, you know, whether we let the public in or not. You know, uh, does this really affect what, like, PlayStation having a press conference or Jeff Kiley being there? You know what I mean? Jeff like Keeley. Jeff Keeley, sorry. It's just, like, like well, I, it still doesn't really solve the riddle to me, like, why they're not there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, I think it won't be solved until, I guess, we see what E3 2020 looks like, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and, and like, <laughs> for sure. And, like, see, like, what, I mean, are they selling drugs outside? Like, I mean, I mean. I they, they just, uh, I was saying I earlier, know. I was like, they just have Donald Trump come out. This is like <laughs> ten cent buys E three, just like. <laughs> bro, bro, bro. You Yo, know, that's a, those are all the ways you get Jeff Keeley not to show up. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I mean, you know, Sony's not coming to E three twenty twenty. Jeff Keeley isn't coming to E three isn't coming to E three twenty twenty. But you know who is limited Kanye run. West. I wish. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I, I wish. But Limited Run <laughs> Games, li, Limited Run Games made history this week at becoming the first company to announce their press conference for E3 2020. Right. So they say here that uh, others, I mean, quote, others might be shunning E3, but we'll be there. Tune in Monday, June 8th at 3 p.m. Eastern and 12 p.m. Pacific for the Limited Run Games press conference. Uh, and they had like a funny like. It, I mean, I don't know if this artwork on their Twitter is supposed to be like a serious thing, but it does look like kind of like retro and like kind of like a funny way of, uh, you know, announcing their press conference. But um, yeah, so if you're excited about limited runs, I mean, as far as I'm aware, limited run, don't they only do like physical versions of games that wouldn't have a physical version? If it yes, like, exactly. So their press conference last year was. Uh was actually really fun they did a lot of like cool little things i think they did uh i don't know can't remember but they had some fun ones that are just all digital games like i definitely did not watch their their beauty press conference unfortunately last year you know what i'm saying so if you're a lot of it's just like indie titles that are really popular and like the the name of the company suggests it's like a limited run so they'll do Mm -hmm. you know a 
small batch of these like physical copies. Physical. I think I think they did one of Celeste, and I still regret to this day for not picking up a Celeste copy. I regret yeah, that every day. Yeah, they did one of the Tojam and Earl games, I think, or something nice. like that. They, another thing they do is they'll do like retro games that and like you know redo them for modern consoles with on a disc or like on a Switch cartridge or whatever. You know, nice. they didn't do Turok, did they? Were they the ones that did the Turok uh, cartridge? No, I don't think so. I'm not 100 okay. sure. Yeah, and by not 100, percent I literally don't know. So <laughs> this shows how important this announcement. For a limited run being at E3 is I I feel like even though I'm not gonna watch them this year I think they're just know? a publisher more than anything like you know what I mean yeah. I don't think they actually do any like tech stuff but I do like your title for it limited run games to save E3 <laughs> <laughs> they no they they literally said hashtag limited run saves E3 like that oh, is their okay. hashtag they are not joking wow. like like they really want to save it I think the I think there are I think the only Conference that I think could actually save E3 low key is Devolver because I love their dude. Yeah. Their first conference was so fun. They're hilarious They're every so year, dude. Funny, and bro. I love they tied it. together the past two years. If you watch the past yeah. two press conferences back to back, it's like, like a, a little sequel. story. I love Devolver, bro. <laughs> the, Devolver is one of my favorite devs out there. Like I yeah, fucking love their games. Like... <laughs> they're just they have know. such a great attitude. I love it. I can't think of a single Devolver game that I'm like really into. Like my friend Pedro was pretty fun, but that was like good. that was fun. Yeah. Hotline Miami for me is like their cream of the crop. Hotline oh. Miami is fantastic. Did they fantastic. do Ape Out or was that? Yeah, they did Ape Out. Oh, okay. They did. Okay, that definitely makes sense. Ape Out. I haven't. I could have played swore. it, but I don't I'm not they did. sure. Maybe, maybe we can do a quick check on our phones. But nonetheless, I know Brent, you were a little bit, you know, excited about this little topic here. Uh, Resident. I don't know why I rolled my R, but Resident Evil Three, <laughs> uh, Resident Evil Three remake, uh, yep. is coming out April third, twenty twenty. I will be playing it. You know, off the uh, heels of me loving Resident Evil Two, I'm sure you gentlemen will be uh, playing it as well. I'm sure we'll talk about it all on the show when we get to that point in April. But uh, there, of course, rumored, not rumored. Uh, there, there, once side project, Project Resistance. Said to be a multiplayer Resident uh, Evil experience is now going to be in the form of the multiplayer mode in Resident Evil 3 Remake. So that's where it's going to be cushioned in. It's not going to be, uh, you know, standalone or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cushioned into Resident Evil 3 Remake. Uh, they announced some familiar faces. Now, familiar to maybe Brent. I mean, likely to Brent, but definitely not to me. So if you want to take the floor, I mean, sir, you can by all means. You know what I'm saying? I don't oh, even. Man, I don't even. Up. Okay, just kidding. Uh, 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 I will read who is uh, coming yeah. in. So <laughs> let me uh, see here. So masterminds. So excuse me. Uh, so read here from the article again. Link in the description. Publisher Capcom has revealed two new sadistic masterminds. Masterminds who will be joining the <laughs> online component: Alex Wesker and Oswell Spencer. They'll be accompanied by the previously announced Daniel Fabrone and Annette Birkin in Project Resistance. So uh, I don't know if you I can haven't... give us some light oh, on sorry, any of these characters. Like, I mean, I, I was about to ask you, like, if, if you could shed some light on some of these characters, you know, and what yeah, they so could be. Yeah, so I... You know? I have one of those PlayStation Classics, uh, and I recently bought this little stick full of emulators. You just plug it into the PlayStation Classic, and it puts like a hundred games on it. The PlayStation Classic, it's awesome. It's called a True Blue Mini. Uh, I need you to anyways, link me 
the True Blue Mini. And, and do you have and, a, a PlayStation Classic? Because, dude, this is the best fifteen dollars you ever spent. I'm thinking and they about have picking like a, it up, but I'm down to definitely cop it with that, bro. Dude, it's so sick. Anyways, it's got Resident Evil one through three on it, so I was like, okay, Resident Evil three is coming out. So I booted it up a little, like a few days ago, and I played through like the first like hour of it. Um, and I've only met a few of the characters, so like I haven't really gotten too deep into the story to like see the people we're talking about in the article just now. Okay, but uh, it's pretty good. It's a lot more playable without the because like you know how with the PlayStation Classic you don't have the joystick or whatever. Yeah, like Resident Evil two is super hard to play like that but resident evil 3 somehow translates better i don't know why but it just feels more like natural with the with the joint with the d-pad you know so yeah. it's it's really fun interesting interesting <clears throat> well uh if you guys know in the comment section who these people are they'll be in resident evil 2 I, I know wesker has to be related to the main bad guy yeah you for know sure. like why do we whatever we, what why because the same last name. Oh yeah, you don't Wesker. know the Resident Evil stuff very much. I don't know Resident Evil three. Uh, I don't so, know. yeah, so there's Albert Wesker, who's like known like Resident Evil bad guy from like a lot of the different games. You know what I mean? Even the first one. Yeah, and so I think what's the Alex Wesker is his sister, I guess. Yeah, that's a, that's what it seems like. It's like they're bringing in family members. Which I thought, that whenever I said they were adding characters, I thought it was like the family from Resident Evil 7, which would be really tight if somehow they, they cool. incorporated it like into the old story. I can't oh, wait to see what they do with Resident Evil 8, man. I wonder if they'll tie in some uh, like Ethan or something from Resident Evil 7. Interesting. And I, I think they should retroactively put these characters in there to somehow connect it since like you know they're remaking all of them they might as well change the story up a little bit and make it fit with seven make yeah. it more like make it more just overall like cohesive kind of yeah that would be cool. yeah i feel that i feel that i feel that well marvel's avengers got delayed to, to uh september uh pretty sure we're all gonna definitely play it when it comes out i feel like you know i feel like that's definitely a, a game that we're all gonna yeah. definitely play but if you're interested in knowing the achievements, they've actually, yes, I said achievements, not trophies, oddly enough. So the Xbox Live achievements have been already leaked for the game. Now you mm. have to assume that the achievements and the trophies should tie together and they should be pretty much one-to-one. I'm pretty sure that's how every third, third-party game goes. Honestly, I've never owned the Xbox, so I couldn't compare and contrast myself. I can confirm it, it is uh, pretty They're much exactly the same. Pretty much exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like, you know, if you want to, you know, take a look at uh, the, uh, you know, PlayStation trophies or uh, get an inkling on them, we you can check out the link in the description to check out the Xbox Live achievements. But at this point, I am going to read a little bit of what the achievements say about the game. If you don't want to know, if you want to keep yourself spoiler free, I'm going to start right now and give me about a minute and I will be done. All right, so I'm gonna wave my hand right now. Now we're on spoiler territory, and I'll wave it when when we're done. So, the achievements uh, reference in humans rescuing Captain America, who quite clearly isn't actually dead. I'm just reading off of the Pushcore article. They also uh, uh, detail you increasing your Avenger rank to 250, as well as by the end of the story missions, you should be reuniting the Avengers once again. So I do like the inclusion of the inhuman stuff because I just like inhumans. You know what I'm saying? Big fan. 
know what I'm saying? Is I have big, no idea what that you is. You know? That's so. a show on Hulu, right? Like, it is. It is. I mean, like, it is. It, it is a show on Hulu. But at least in terms of, like, uh, my very little knowledge about Inhumans in the MCU, uh, it was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where the Terrigen guy, is that the, the, the Terrigen formula went into the sea and then it spread to seafood. And then the overwhelming population started eating said seafood and, like, fish oil pills and stuff like that. And if you were an Inhuman, it, it unlocked your power. Oh shit! You know what I'm saying? So people just start getting powers specific. left and right. Yeah, like it was it's like cool stuff. not only does the Terrigen like g- you know get spilt out into the ocean, but it, it had to infect. It only affected those who were inhumans, but were unaware they were inhuman. Exactly. You know exactly. And only those who like seafood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's probably some inhumans out there that just like. Yeah, You're like, man, what the fish, fuck, you know? man? Like, what the hell, bro? I want my fucking powers, bro. What the He's like, fuck? but I'm not, I'm not touching that tuna. I'm not touching that tuna. I'm, Honestly, I'm allergic to seafood. Holy shit. Wait, I might be inhuman because I hate seafood. There oh you my go. God, dude. Oh, snap, dude. You might be. Wow. Never know. You probably are. Wow. I gotta, you heard it here, guys. I got to start getting some salmon or some shit. I don't know. But, um, uh, yeah. Oh, did so you that, wave your arm? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> At the very end of the I know. episode, you should just wave your hand. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, there, there you go. But uh, to tie it a little bit back more back to PS4, you know what I'm saying? Of course, the Xbox Live achievements are pretty much reflective of the PlayStation trophies, as Brent so kindly let us know. We also got a look at the various Marvel Avengers PS4 editions that were detailed. They're... Uh, I'm. Mm, let me see what I come and go over. Honestly, you know what? No, we can go over a few of them. Actually, let's go through all of them. So, <laughs> uh, if you pre-order the game, you will uh be getting a exclusive talk to the hand emote. Wow, this is such a lavish service game. Holy shit! Uh, you will get a talk to the hand <laughs> emote. Uh, uh, oh, with, man. Yeah, <laughs> with that. You also get a really cool Marvel Legacy outfit pack, which shows off some of the iconic classic looks of the character. So, of course, Thor has, like, his iconic, like, look and look. Uh, Captain America has his, like, 1940s type of look as well. Iron Man is his Iron Man 1 suit, like, Mach 1, not, like, the first movie. Black Widow, her iconic suit, Bruce Banner, out of that. Um, So that's pretty cool. And also, you will be able to get to play the game in the beta first on PS4 via uh, pre-ordering, as well as a PS4 custom theme and a Marvel Legacy nameplate, which I think is going to be like your calling card, if you will, in-game. And then if you get the Deluxe Edition, you can get 72 hours early access to the full game on on the week of release, as well as a really, really cool Obsidian Outfit Pack which gives everyone like a nice silver and gold type of look to them. It, it looks pretty cool. Like that actually looks looks pretty cool. But the big boy is the Earth's Mightiest Edition. So uh, this one includes everything that I said before, as well as a steel book, a really really cool Iron Man poster that that is like the uh, um, the suit blueprints, which looks lit. That looks like such a cool piece of art. This really beautiful um, 12-inch full-color Captain America statue, which I love Cap. I don't know if y'all love Cap, 
You know, I know like a lot of people hate it, but uh, I love an Iron Man guy. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Which, like, I totally understand. Like, if you're an Iron Man guy, I totally get it. Me, I don't know what it is. I just, Cap is my fucking guy. I fucking love Cap, you know? I feel that. You get a cool six inch Hulk bobblehead, a Mjolnir keychain. Uh, What is this? Oh, wait, that's pretty lit. You get a Black Widow belt buckle. That okay. Oh, dope. I fuck with that. That's <laughs> dope. That's dope. You get a cool little Avenger pin as well as a um is it is it autographed? No. It's an Avengers Day um photo. So it's an in-game photo of like Avengers Day, as we've seen in the trailer in San Francisco yeah, yeah. when they do the whole They're thing. Celebrate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that. So you get all that as well in the Earth's Mighty Heroes. So pretty cool stuff there. Does it say how much that last one costs? Uh, the Earth's Mightiest Hero one. Let me see. All of your money. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. probably all of it. I'm sure. Hold on. Let me let me see if I can peruse this website real quick. Also, it just says, "What do you got in your wallet?" <laughs> yeah, literally, it's like, "Hey, like, how much are you willing to pay for this?" That, that's a that's a real thing. Uh, I don't think they've given. No, I don't see any prices for this. So. Take that. Gotta that be real. I've got a bad will. feeling about this game. I yeah, don't. Absolutely. Especially do. when the first one is a, a talk to the hand emote. <laughs> I don't know. I just like man. I love I, Marvel, and I'm hoping for the best. I we all want this game to be good. Yeah, definitely. I just feel like there's something wrong with this game. Yeah, me too. There's is the something. Punisher gonna be in it? Can the Punisher be in it, please? I don't that, know. I know he's not an Avenger, but please oh be in it. That would be such a cool, like, DLC season of, like, yes. yo, the Punisher just fucking pulled up in San Francisco. Like, what the fuck is going or on? Blade. <laughs> you know Blade. Or Blade. Oh, like, you sick. know, I would love, like, a Punisher thing, and, like, that's where you get Daredevil as a character. Oh, fuck. I would cry. Yeah, I would cry, bro. I would cry. There's so many characters that get left out when you just do Avengers stuff. Like, I feel like we should have like if they were going to do the avengers thing i feel like they should have did it a long time ago like we we need something with like aren't they doing like a whole new uh thing in like the marvel cinematic universe now like they're kind of getting away from the 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 avengers and like you know yeah yeah phase two phase four phase four oh god phase four yeah like phase phase one two and three because this is of the Infinity Infinity Saga, which is everything up until Iron Man 1 and Spider-Man Far From Home. Everything in between that is the whole Infinity Saga. And like they're kinda like and they're kinda kinda gonna get away from Avengers as a whole. They'll still, I think, still have Avengers, but it won't be like the core Avengers team that, that we've had for a long time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um and I think like the next like trilogy of of phases, phases four, five, and six are gonna focus on thing on. They're gonna focus in on. They're gonna focus in on like things that we have now in the MCU, which are like X Men, um, Fantastic Four yes. as well. You know, now that like they have bought Fox, I think that's what's gonna be the focus of the next. I'm so phases. ready for a good X Men X Men movie. It's, it's gonna be been... dope, bro. It's gonna yeah, be dope. I, I mean, miss that shit. What I the one thing I want from the from the MCU MCU moving forward is for uh, John Krasinski to play Mister Fantastic and his wife oh, yeah, Olivia <laughs> his wife Olivia well, Olivia Wilde Olivia Wilde no wait that's not yeah. Olivia Wilde 
Is that Olivia Wilde? I want to say Blunt. I know it's not Blunt, but it's I want to say It's Emily Blunt. Is it really? It's Emily Emma, Blunt. Is, is it? Is it? Yeah. Damn, there's Olivia. Emily Blunt and then there's that, Olivia Wilde. Yeah, we just So go. it's one of the two. <laughs> it's one of those things. <laughs> but I want her. They look exactly the same. Bro, I need them two to play Mr. Fantastic and uh, why am I forgetting the wife's name? Holy shit. Emily Blunt. It is Emily it's Blunt. It's Emily Blunt, yeah. Why am I forgetting Mr. Fantastic's why, why am I? Oh, you're talking name? about it, it, the oh. character. Yeah. Oh my God. I thought you were talking about his name. real life wife. Is it Kamala Khan? No. Hang no. On. Kamala Khan <laughs> is in the Avengers game now. <laughs> Kamala Khan. I forgot. Um. Oh snap. Uh oh. Whoops. 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 Sorry. 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 My bad. My bad. Oh, I actually, good? I actually <laughs> answered on my phone. Oh, I was okay. Like, okay, there we go. We're good. Elijah Ly- Storm is Miss Mrs. Fantastic, Johnny's wife. What? Is that who right? that? Dude, I totally yeah. forgot. But y'all, know what I'm talking about. We're not talking about the MC. <laughs> I forgot. I don't know. I want Persona Five Royal, dude. Did you ever play Persona Five? So here is my thing with with Persona. Right, I understand it's a great game. And I understand so that I feel like I would fucking love Persona, right? Okay. So what's the problem? It's the amount of time is going to be required to play a lot of those games. No, no, no. See, don't think about it like that. Because what do you mean? Honestly, about it? Well, I, well, yeah, I like, have to. I have to. What do you mean? It's 80 hours. You got 150 hours. Yeah, it's 100 hours. You don't have to sit there and play for 150 hours straight. It's one of those games I you can invest 20 minutes at a time into, you know? <laughs> Look. All I'm saying is play for five hours and like and just like with the intention of quitting. Just be like, okay, I'm gonna play oh. for five hours and then I'm never gonna touch this game again. And you'll happily play through all 120 hours of the game without even like thinking about. It. You know what he, I mean? It won't be a chore. You know what I mean? Here's here's the problem with that, right? I have a very pro I have a very big problem with not beating games that I finish, right? There is still one game that I started last year, at like January. That I did not be, I got to the last level of, and I could not be that. I, I, it would just not work with me. It was the original Devil May Cry, and that still bothers me to this day. Of like, man, you never beat that game, you lousy gamer, Kevin. Yeah, like, but like, I mean, like, don't waste get, of life. Don't take this the wrong way, but Devil May Cry compared to Persona, it's just like, it's like, it, it's just. It's not even the same beast. Like, right. like you, you would love this game, dude. I Anybody would love, would love this game. I, I know I would that's love the thing. I, I feel like I feel like I'm in the same boat as as Kevin over here because I'm one of those people that like I I just can't sit that long. Like whenever I'm playing a game, like it, it doesn't matter how much I love the game. Like I loved Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Right. But towards the end of it, I was like, can this game just end already? Like, oh, I just wanted that, it that to be over. My point is, like, you, you don't, don't have – it's not like a you have to sit there for a long time. And it's not like that. I promise you, dude. I promise you with every fiber of my being because I'm <laughs> I'm the same way. You know what I mean? Well, Jedi Fallen Order, I did play all the way through, and I loved every second of it. Same. So, I mean, maybe a little different there. But, dude, Persona and 5 – And I love that game. Persona 5 is maybe the best story I've ever – heard and every second Dude. of the storytelling is necessary like it's not like it's not just like 
it's not just like without a purpose or like boring it, it like there's no slow spots in the whole game like it's it's so good like i just can't get over how good it is and the fact that they're about to add more like i'm so excited <laughs> like it's just like <laughs> man like dude like i know but like it's like i can't hours, tell you bro. enough how good it is like i don't care if you like anime i don't care if you like short games like this game is for you like you know no, what i mean like i know i'll love it because i recently got into my hero my first anime i've ever been into and like holy shit i can't describe to you how much i love my hero like it's unhealthy of like, How many episodes do you think there are of My Hero Academia or whatever? Uh, I know it's like season four, and they're like in the middle of season four right now. So how many, if you collectively watched every episode of My Hero, like, just, do you think it would be like, you know. It'd probably be about. An investment. Like, a, like think about like, like One Piece. Kevin, that you've, fucking you've show already like invested 100 hours in My Hero, so just do it for Persona. <laughs> like. <laughs> but but with with an anime, you can do other things while you watch it. Though you don't have to be involved in the game. That's my problem. Is like with games that are past like fifty hours, it's like at that you can't do something else while you play a game. But you can with this one. Why do you, you mean? can you can eat? You can text. This is one of those games that doesn't require your full like attention at all times. It's kind of like Pokemon or something. Like you don't have to be like a hundred percent into the game the entire time you're playing it it's a really passive chill game like it it, it's not one of those like or if you look away from the screen for two seconds something's gonna fly up and eat you like the battles are turn-based you know what i mean it's all really like i feel like you're part of a cult now all right (laughs) i feel like the way that you're you're preaching this to me and and to kevin is like you no. just saw something on the other side, and you're, like, trying to bring it back to I us. I pretty much did, dude. No, like, I mean, look, like, because everyone talks to me about Persona like this way. And, like, I understand. Like, I really, really want to play it. But I don't have 150 hours in me, bro. And, like, I would want to see that full game through. But, but see, I, I don't uh, see like you think you don't have 150 hours in you. <laughs> Until you fucking do. But you do. would find 150 <laughs> yeah. hours in your life if <laughs> it's that good like my, you find a way to carve out the time for it. the <laughs> only hopes i have right is if i start persona 4 golden on vita or persona 5 comes to switch those are the only two avenues yeah, like if it came to it, switch it oh, yeah. has to Golden's be a little less of a commitment i think it's only like 60 hours or something yeah. like that but and like a lot of people say it's better than five a lot like, of people say that too but like i the only way i'm gonna t- i'm gonna t- i'm gonna touch a persona is it has to be on some sort of handheld device. So that's either be Switch or Vita. Because, like, you know, I like to keep up with games. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like to keep up with new releases, and, like, I can't do that with a 150-hour game next to it. You could put it on mobile, and I'll play it. You know, like, yeah, just give I mean, me give know. me a portable way to play the game. I got to be able to play really well on mobile. It might. You know what else will play well on PS5? Whatever Quantic Dream this is out. Next up, of course, Quantic Dream. Ah. I think you all are fans of it. Heavy Rain, not fans oh, of it. I'm fans a of huge, the huge fan oh, yeah. of Heavy Rain and Detroit Become Human. And we don't talk about the middle one. I liked it too, honestly. Beyond, Beyond Two Souls. Beyond Two Souls. It was yeah. it was good. It wasn't as like you know choice heavy as the other ones, but I enjoyed it. I still have yet to yeah. play Heavy Rain. I know that that's a very like wow. I can't believe you didn't play Heavy Rain, but like I still need to play Heavy Rain at some point. I really want to at it's some. It's good. Point. 
I know it's good. If you like good narratives, then, yeah, then you'll enjoy I it. Like that you know? If you like like cop shows and stuff, it's kind of got that. I'm not going to. Like SVU. I'm going to yeah. wait. I'm going to wait for that. And plus, I mean, I have it on PS4. It was on PS Plus a few months ago, so I have it redeemed. Uh, Did so, you play Detroit, though? That's all that yes, really matters. I love okay. Detroit. Detroit was phenomenal. I thought it was Detroit superb. is the important one. To I thought it was. Like, dude, I thought it was so good, bro. That is how a narrative game should be done. Hundred percent, so, so good. Like Detroit was such one of the a best good game. games I've ever played. Hundred percent. But uh, they took to a blog post to celebrate their twenty third anniversary of being a studio. Congratulations to them. But also yeah. to announce that they are going to be self publishing their future projects. So they say here, quote: This new venture allows us to make to make decisions in total independence and to address the technological and strategic opportunities of next-generation platforms. It will also allow us to help other developers by providing investment and development support so that they can fully express their talents. We want to support creators of original projects and help them, in turn, to achieve their vision and offer quality, groundbreaking experiences. So it looks like uh, they're wanting to double down on PS5. It also looks like, uh, you know, with them... Uh, you know, kind of having their three game deal done with PlayStation and Sony that, uh, you know, with them bringing those three games that we talked about before, uh, Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls and and Detroit Become Human coming to PC last year. Uh, it, it looks like they're c- trying to go in like a independent third party type of deal. You know what I'm saying? When they say like, uh, you know, where was the is, is that? So right here, next next generation platforms plural like it's not just ps5 yeah. they're talking about there you know they're like definitely talking also, about no. was that what oh sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you um uh, i was just saying another interesting thing if you look at like the, the text the context of what they're saying it, it seems like they're talking about publishing other you know indie developers studios and stuff that, too games like that too which is yeah. pretty cool yeah i mean like i would love to see quantic dream kind of you know go into a role of like you know being somewhat of like a telltale type deal you know like not necessarily like they would own the devs that they help publish but having a quantic dream published narrative game could mean something in the future you know like like yeah. it could mean something you know as like a man like this is like a telltale game like we could be saying in like a few years like hey this is like a quantic dream game so it's like gonna be like you know maybe a um you know a very like heavily graphic fidelic Graphic Fidelic. Damn, Kevin. Wow. <laughs> graphic Fidelic. Holy, is that a word? I, but sounds like, good. Well, I don't know. That, that's right. You should it just say it great. Graphic <laughs> Fidelic. Wow. Kevin, give yourself a pound of back. But like, uh, uh, like, you know, to have like those like narrative experiences, you know, those like narrative games that could have that high quality that Quantum Dream tend to have, you know? Mm-hmm. So, could be cool. Well, maybe they could just become the black mirror of video games. Like they need to, tight. They need Holy to team shit. up with the until dawn devs and make like mm. the ultimate narrative driven game. You know what I mean? That would be Ooh, fucking yeah. next level. Ooh. Bro. I want to see them take on horror. Dude, Cause like, yes. do you remember in Detroit when you were in the graveyard? Oh yeah. I kind of want to see them up. like, yo, like, Hey, like it seems like y'all have like some really cool ideas of like horror shit. Like, yo, give me like, and like I know, I literally said last podcast or like what we're talking about, talk about Resident Evil. Like, oh, like you know, I'm not the biggest horror fan, whatever. But I did think that like that's that specific part in Detroit was a really really cool thing of like, Dude, you know, yeah. spoilers. 
I guess for Detroit. But uh, you know, you like having to find different parts of different androids to fix yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought like yeah. that was like damn like that's a neat idea, bro. Like that's a really, really, really cool. unique idea. Did yeah. you play through that part multiple times? Because like, if you you can go through and like collect different parts from different robots for like the same thing, like I don't know, it's really weird. There's like weird ethics choices, like if you go different routes in that scene. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> like I, you meet like a I, half I alive robot, one. and you have to choose if you want to like take his eyes out while he's still like fucking functioning and stuff. Holy <laughs> shit. It's really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fucked up. <laughs> Game of the year. <laughs> like, that's <Nice>. Al. <laughs> Why Ow. did you do this? Damn. <laughs> now you wild. must live with the consequences. <laughs> it is unfortunate because yeah. on the uh, Google Doc, I did put that like this is going to be a new Taj segment. So any like Last of Us stuff, I was going to throw it to like the Taj segment. And I was going to let him kind of like, you know, narrate this. But uh, unfortunately, he's doing calculus. So... I guess I'll just say. Oh! Yo! Yo! Right in time, dude. Oh my god. Yo, what's the question, bro? Oh my god. Oh, he, he's listening. <laughs> huh? Oh my god, Taj. Taj, I can't wait until you listen to this podcast and this part, bro. I what I just said. And the time you just came in, bro, is the most beautiful thing that's ever happened in my life. <laughs> Holy. It was so perfect. Wait, so you weren't just listening to the podcast? You just randomly busted in like that? Was there a way he could have been listening? Dude, there's no way. Dude, he <laughs> that wasn't was in like the call. Perfection. That's just, I guess oh my that God. was meant to be, dude. God. Yeah. Okay, so he was literally I was talking about you. Dude, I was already explaining that. Yeah, like all right, on the on the Google Doc, if y'all see uh, you know, I wanted to debut a new segment called the Taj segment, where it's any Last of Us news, and then you oh, pop up in the chat, bro. Bro, you know what's weird? I was just streaming Uncharted 4, I think, was it the day before yesterday, and somebody in chat brought up Rami Gaming, and I literally was talking about him for a second, and the second I stopped talking about him, he popped in chat. He was just telling like, you, dude. Wow. It's magic. It's that wow. Taj magic. It's that wavelength, you know? Magic. We're Wow. <laughs> you literally. I just came hopped in. Like, I literally just hopped in. They were like, whoa. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? Bro, <laughs> what the flip? Well, uh, welcome to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I kind of like told the people in the front, hey, your links are in the in the description. But if you'd like to do a quick little intro, and then I would like to uh, also direct your attention towards a Google Doc where we're going to have a new Tosh segment up. But uh, all right. Well, hey, I I don't even know where we at right now. Like, what's up? <laughs> Open up the Did Google Doc and go to the Taj okay. section because that's where we're at right yeah, now. Yeah. Literally, is where we're at. So it's perfect timing. Just, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. this is of course the homie Taj A moment. His links below in the description. Check out those. Um, do that. Oh my god, I can't wait to watch that back later. Holy shit, that was <laughs> okay. perfect. Taj segment. I see. I that see. was so perfect. That was oh, crazy. The last of this part to redefine. Oh yeah, I saw this. I should have so, made a video on this, but I didn't. If you want to, uh, you know, read this, uh, you know, Anthony Newman's uh, tweet, you uh, may. I I'm gonna let you just have the floor. This is your segment. Okay, so you want me to go to the push score article? Whatever you want to do, absolutely, absolutely. Right, you want me to read the whole thing or just the tweet? I feel like I'm on the spot. Yeah, yeah, just mean, do the tweet and then tell tweet. us what so, you think. Yeah, yeah, tell us. Yeah, Anthony Newman said, "We about to redefine AAA in 2020." Mm. That's some gay Ooh. shit. That's Damn. a strong statement yeah, right there, that is dude. Some gay <laughs> shit. That's a greatly strong statement. That is, but honestly, going by everything I've seen thus far, compared to like things that he said like in the past, 
like about like animations and stuff. And we saw that workbench. I feel like they're definitely going to redefine. And in, in like the sense of like AI systems, especially like uh, there's new like motion tracking thing they have for like animations. Bro, it's going to be fire. Like, I no think, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Gonna, like it's, it's going to be insane. If, See, I'll think it's going to look real. I feel like it's just gonna look like a better Uncharted Four. I'm just, I think it's the animations in the AI. 100. percent Okay. Because it does look good from the little bits I've seen, though. I like, mean, yeah, it looks fine. But like, I also even put that like Uncharted Four, like the Madagascar level, looks oh, yeah. fucking perfect. Like yes. fucking perfect. Like I will say that. Like it is demonetized. Oh, we have been demonetized, bro. We, yeah, we, we were demonetized yeah, bro. here, bro. Yeah, we've been demonetized for a minute on this podcast. But, uh, no, like, I mean, that, I mean, Uncharted 4 looks incredible by itself. So, like, I feel like they already got the the uh, the old, you know, visuals on, on fleek. I said on fleek. On fleek, right? So, they can only go up and above. With Last of Us Part Two, but I think like the main thing we're gonna see, I I agree with you. It's gonna be AI. It's gonna be how the uh, infected react to you. It's, it's gonna kind, be kind of like how yeah. you know how we played GTA Five. I thought it was so cool back in the day. Whenever let's say like you crash and the conversation gets interrupted, and then like they oh, pick yeah. back up when they left off. That was yeah. like so brand new at the time. I feel like it's gonna be something like that. Like they're gonna set a new standard of things that will just be like throughout all games in the future yeah that or or like in the very in a in the same vein as when um in spider-man ps4 uh when peter's talking on the phone if he's swinging he sounds like he's exerting and like having to like he's like like it sounds like he's doing something like swinging yeah they have two different versions of when like he's like not swinging or versus when he's swinging and he sounds and more like switch, exerted. Let's say if you're like you're on the ground and you start swinging, it like it syncs up the switch. Transitions, right yeah, 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 it's, it's cool. Another it's game cool. that did subtle stuff like that really well was Red Dead Two. Just everything about like how your horse would get dusty and like just yeah. the world around yeah. you, like dusty ass horse. I don't know why I was really obsessed with keeping my horse clean in Red Dead Two. No Me idea too. why. Literally and no idea why. And stuff. Like oh, if my yeah. horse was like unhappy on it. Yeah, bro. Like, I like I cared about my horse. <laughs> I cared about my horse more than myself, to be honest with you. My horse got hit by a train one time and it like my the train like went off and like took my horse with it and like my horse like perma died and it was like the saddest fucking thing. Bro, that fuck happened. that. My, I, <laughs> I had the same horse from the beginning of the game to the end. So whenever so like, did I. that scene yeah. happened, it was yeah, much. yeah, bro. Oh, the end. I was like, my, that was sadder my, than the fucking, fucking like sad part brain. of the game. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> if you can we just say something right quick? What's up? Okay, really, we're 101 days until Last of Us Part Two, but we're 100 days from the launch mm. night. So let's go, days. let's go, 100 days, let's go. Hundred days. But uh, to end, yeah. So I feel like Last of Us Part Two definitely. Did we talk about how she was uh, play testing? We did not. Shannon Woodward is like in I Naughty Dog's QA testing area playing the game. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Oh, I did, I did that. If Shannon has her hands on it, we can assume that the game is very damn playable. And like, plus they said they're closing out production. Game should be gold very soon. Just wait on it. I'm telling y'all, bro, March, mid March, 
I was like, I was into March like mid April. Like, cause we, I, think I was gonna say like bad. early April of Illico Gold. Early April? Because I mean it's coming out late May. Like literally at the True. end of May. Uncharted so I mean like March eighteenth, it came out May tenth. March eighteenth. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Okay, so I guess it might be mid March. Yeah, yeah. Because you're right. Yeah. yeah, be right. It could be like it could be yeah, like could uh be. end of March since like May tenth and then May twenty ninth you add those ten days into March instead. Mm-hmm. So let's say mm-hmm. from March eighteenth to like let's say the March twenty something. Right. 30. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To just one more thing I wanted to bring up that's completely unrelated to anything we're talking about. Uh, I also did have the same horse in Red Dead Two. <laughs> and um, and I named it after my first dog that's still alive. No, Kilo. That's so sad. Kilo. Oh. My little Mal- Maltese Yorkie. You know what I'm saying? Chilling in Glendale right now, about an hour from me. Little homie. You know what I'm saying? Love him to death, right? But uh, I feel like it's going to be very, very upsetting if, like, my he- heaven forbid, if my real life dog, Kilo, dies and, oh. like, Oh wait, well I guess never mind. That was gonna be some spoilers though, but like I guess it's already dealt with. But nonetheless <laughs> So okay. Yeah. I haven't yeah. I haven't beat Red Dead 2. The horse dies, I'm guessing. So my yeah, thing yeah. 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 You have a very intimate scene with your horse. Like it's very like It's a very sad thing. It's a it's very so fucking sad, tragic. Dude. It's a very fucking tragic yeah. thing. And soul it's, crushing, it, man. Dude, it's because once I heard like there was permadeath of the horse, I was like, this horse is not dying. No. I can't. I don't want to yeah. get. And like, you can get better horses. I'm like, no, this is my horse. I'm going to yeah, upgrade I, the I hell of it. I yeah. had a bunch of horses, but horses, I only rode one. Things. Like, one carries more, like, yeah. I, yeah, like, they had different horses. I still use the same. I use the game. same horse, too. I'm like, bro, this is my horse. I'm going to ride this homie out. Yeah. By the way, it never died. I'm wondering, no. I'm on rest for the first time ever right now. I just want to see it. Really interested. You're what? what is it? Rust. I'm on Rust for the first time on PS. Ooh, oh, fun! We actually yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. We I did talk about that on uh, on uh, the beginning portion of the podcast. So good to see that you're experiencing season two of Modern Warfare. But uh, it looks the same. Yeah, but it's really accurate. It looks cool. It looks cool. But yeah. in other news, Rainbow Six Siege, one of the biggest games of the generation, I'd say one of the biggest shooters of the generation. I feel like. You know, I feel like definitely it is one of those games that like are generation defining, not in like overall like credibility and merit, but like I mean maybe in merit. You know, like I'm sure it's a good game. Um, I only played it like for like an hour one time, and I didn't really vibe with it. Um, but um, like in overall, just like games that had a very big fan base and big player base consistently. This is definitely one of those games yeah. for the generation. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I really enjoy it. I oh, feel yeah. like it did a lot for esports in general. You know, kind of like Counter Strike uh, Go or something. Or you Overwatch. Know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But uh, we had the game director talking to Windows Central. He had uh, quotes about the future of Rainbow Six and then coming to PS5. So they say here, quote, "Why I can't give you a date is because those dates are." in the end, on the people doing the next-generation consoles, what I can tell you is that we are going to be on the next-gen consoles from launch. When they will release the consoles, but it's up... Wait. When they will release the consoles, but it's up to them to agree to that. For Siege, our target is to be able... I mean, is to be available right at launch. So it looks like they're wanting to keep the party going and keep Rainbow Six Siege popping up until the next-gen. So just forget I just throw that in there. 
end is pretty much what was it was that so it hasn't already been confirmed that they're going to re-release that uh I mean, this was the first time. Ubisoft games crossing over, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like definitely did, uh, but like I don't think they explicitly said like Rainbow Six. But like uh, I know they yeah. they said like, hey, like a lot of our games, you know that that are coming out like late in this mm-hmm. gen are gonna be cross. Yeah, crossover. Yeah, they also said this is gonna be cross gen like online multiplayer as well. So like if you're playing on PS5, you can play against people on PS4. Bro, yeah. you're gonna have the mega advantage though. Oh yeah, totally. Bro. Oh hell yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh bro, absolutely. It's gonna be beautiful. Frame rate over here. Like, <laughs> like get that like that Dual Shock Five with like the pads on it or whatever the fuck they got added to it. <laughs> I just think purely from like a frames per second standpoint, like that's gonna be like the yeah. biggest like advantage. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. Like the the frames matter a lot in that game, so. Mm-hmm. And, see, and if you're still on the PS4, you got to deal with that like internal like voice telling you how you less you are compared to the PS5. Like the cap for the internet, like I'm pretty sure on PS5 there were a lot more like the cap would be higher. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel that. I feel that. It's the, unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> this next story is a little bit of just a fun one. It's not really anything newsworthy. There was a Grand Turismo Sport tournament over the weekend. Um, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was an event in Sydney and the end to the tournament was this really, really close race that it, it's, it it went viral this weekend. I implore everyone to go watch it because it is such a sick ending. Like they were neck and neck. It was a, like, as interesting as game to play like that when it's that serious. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bro. Like Like a real NASCAR driver. And, and they, (laughs) They, <laughs> I'm surprised they, games like this aren't more popular with esports, man. That's kind of a cool concept, like racing oh, games yeah. as esports and shit. Like, I don't know, that's cool. Like, yeah, is, yeah, is Gran yeah. Turismo Sport like super uh, simulation type, or yes. is it more like an arcade? Yeah. No, it's super yeah, the simulator. The GT, or yeah, they're definitely more like simulator. See, I just didn't know what the difference between sport and like the normal Gran Turismo's is. Going crazy. I'm not sure. What is it? Oh, I was just, I was just, I was just talking. I'm not oh, sure. Okay. Like, I, I would like to see a, I would like to see GT go into like a more like arcade like side shoot off, like how we have like Forza and then Forza Horizon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm, I would love to see that. There's two different forces. Like. Forces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. there's the Which more like the better one. The I, I think is more a lot of people like personally. I think, I think a lot of people like the more like Horizon, the Horizon's the sports one, right? Horizon's the more arcade one. And then yeah, it's Forza, more arcade. Classic. Horizon is kind of like an open world map where you yeah. can just like drive all around and do Did races you guys play and the shit. Crew by any chance? I no. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot like the crew actually. Yeah. But I played I, the crew. Uh, yo, cool. I don't know if you guys played Need for Speed uh, Heat, but that game was actually it did yeah. really well. Really I heard really it was good. Well. It did really well. And I, I love Need for it. Speed. I want to play it. Yeah, I used to love Need for Speed back. Like it was Need the for best selling Need for Speed this gen. That's, that's hype. That's hype. Yeah, I mean, Need for Speed for me, I used to love so much in the PS2, like Underground 2. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, like, Underground dude, 2 oh, had the damn. best soundtrack of like oh, anybody wanted. When you when you when you started it, boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I love, I dude, yo, seven year old me. Dog and the doors mashed up. They have on there is so fucking fire, dude. Like, the Underground 2 was the shit. But um, 
I just figured I just wanted to throw it some attention because I thought it was a really cool clip. It's like a minute long. It's on the actual uh, official Grand Turismo Twitter account. If you want to go check out that clip. And also, I, I didn't notice until I watched this clip that um they were playing on like straight up uh you know those rigs that you can have like the paddles as if you're in like an actual car and then like the actual wheel, like oh, that. Yeah. Simulations. Yeah, yeah, like that. I I just figured they'd be playing on like controllers, but no, like that's what they're playing on. They were like straight oh, up nerds. like for real, like f- nerds. in the cars. Yeah. <laughs> you think that's like a rule for the tournament? Like you have to use that or? Think that, that it's just more precise or something. I bet mm. that's super like that takes skill though. If you think oh, I bet. Oh yeah, I bet for it takes sure. Kind of skill, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. Driving a virtual car, bro. Like, Dude, yeah. I mean, how, how the hell that works? I know. The bro. oversteering that thing. Bro, I feel that. I feel that. I mean, unless Man. I bet it's super accurate. It might be really, really accurate. I bet. Oh, I bet it is for sure. Yeah. One of the last stories we nah, have. Here, just... I just seen that. Wait, before oh, I just seen that one of our video. It's like the little kid. He's like driving the, uh, the arcade. He's like. Bro, this guy was like, he was like driving the arcade game. This kid's like drifting around every corner. He's like super small, so he's like foot all the way down. He's like whipping it. Bro, it was crazy. You gotta watch. It was funny. We had some interesting. We had some interesting quotes that were given to us by Tom Holland. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Spider-Man in the MCU. Yeah, man. I'm gonna just read this and if he hadn't played the game, his his opinion is invalid. Dude, I I just don't wait, he hasn't played the game? Do we know I, this? I don't know if he has. I don't believe he has. Even if he says Does it, he I don't believe like it. No. But I feel like I don't know, man. You have to it, Bro, why wouldn't you play the game? Yeah, yeah if you're gonna if you're be in the movie, in the movie <laughs> I'm hauling money, what, dude. What like go like play the game. Though, like that there, what game is gonna give him that that young Nathan Drake feeling though? That's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. all you have is Uncharted 3 Uncharted, and Uncharted, Uncharted 4. 3, chapters 2 and 3, that's it? Yeah, like, you yeah. you have 2 and 3 and then Uncharted 4. And I guess, overall, if you're playing the character, I guess you want to know the whole character's arc in the, totally. in the game. So, like, I get that. But, like, I don't know, man. But I just want to read these quotes. <sighs> he was I talking to IGN. Why don't they just cast Nolan North, bro? I just Why don't want this to be a thing, bro. I just don't Dude, want this Tom to be Holland- bad, bro. Looks nothing, nothing, nothing at all like Nathan Drake. Doesn't he look the closest to him? No one knows it's old, though. No one knows it's old. But so is Nathan Drake. Did y'all see when Baker, like, he posted this thing, like, it was like, what's your score for things you've never done? He's done everything on the damn list. Damn. Oh, really? So, like, it was, like, drugs, got drunk, one-night stand. Like, he just exposed himself. Wow. I mean, I feel like that's like 99% of the planet after the age of like 23, though. That's the point. I mean, look. I bet you, Troy, like, come on. I bet you, like, I mean, I imagine him when he was younger. I imagine him be like a womanizer. Like, he voices like. Oh, 100%, bro. I mean, he's just like walking around doing different voices to talk to women. (laughs) (laughs) He was. You want to hear my uh, handsome Jack? Yo, Handsome yo, Jack, yo, Joel. Yo. <laughs> oh. Here, here she's is, like, you uh, know my, what my, I love. I was in the gutter because I heard, "Do you want my uh, Handsome Jack?" So, like, you're saying his voice. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, it, it, it. She can take it however she wants to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. He says here, "I read the newest draft of the script on the way over here, and it's one of the best scripts I've ever read." It's it really really jumps off the page. I think yeah. what Uncharted offers, offer 
offers that most video game films don't is that it's an origin story to the games. So if you played the games, you haven't God. seen what's going to happen in the film. And if you haven't played the games, which I don't think you have, Tom, but I digress, you're going to enjoy the film because it's information that everyone else is getting at the same time. But I'm super excited to make that movie, and it's been a long time coming. Bro, I swear to God, a PR person told him to say this, bro. Yeah, he meant nothing of that, bro. Nah, but you gotta remember, bro. PlayStation, if if they actually open this thing up where like they're working closer on their movies, PlayStation Productions, PlayStation Productions, Productions, right? So let's say this movie comes out, it's a fucking slapper banger. You know, it's it it's like premiering like a Disney movie. Like imagine, bro. I mean, here's where I stand. Look, here's where I stand on on the Uncharted movie. I have been consistent on the standpoint, and I will stay consistent. Right? I do not want it to happen. But I am going to midnight to watch this movie because yeah. it's Uncharted. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I am, I oh, am, I am seeing it day one. What's that? Imagine it snaps though. Like what if it rewalk in there? You walk out, you're like, look, snap. If this movie gets me to listen, <laughs> just imagine. If this movie gets me to cry <laughs> twice, because listen, this movie gets one. Th- because when I hear that swell of the Uncharted theme, I'm gonna start crying. So that, so that's number one. But if it gets me they a second time, tissues. yeah. If it gets me a second time, then it got me. My thing, my <laughs> thing though is like his statement was like, "Yo, people are gonna love this because it's something that nobody's seen." And it's like, Sounds yeah, that's good. typically you know how that, new movies go. That's pretty you know, much what you want to do, it, yeah, so. right? It's like I'm like, dude, <laughs> like, like that statement was like trash. It makes no sense. My thing is like, call me crazy, but if I was going to pick a PlayStation IP to like do into a movie, it would be like God of War or God the Last of, of Us. The best, it's very God of mature. War would be cool. Yeah, be dude. Cool. You could make a really cool God of War movie, man. Yeah, you got the rock in his prime right now. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> really? Really? God of War, if you think that's already a movie, bro. That, dude, like, yeah. yeah. Like my dad watched me play it, bro. He was blown away. Honestly, I always yeah. thought that Resistance could be a really cool film franchise. Yeah, or Set. a TV show on Netflix. Yeah, or, or like a series. Yeah, Effect, I could, I could, I could see myself watching like a cool Mass Effect Mass would be cool. Effect. Yeah, but uh, Mass Effect, Dude, Mass Effect would be sick. Far Cry Three, like, like as a movie. Ooh, yeah, yeah. they they made a Far Cry movie. It was trash. Oh, though. it was Wait, really they, bad. Really. Uh, yeah, it yeah. was horrible. Bro, it, it was like damn. straight to Redbox or something. Straight to Redbox. <laughs> but I like the idea. Like, I feel like you could definitely do three specifically. Honestly, I watched that the day it dropped. I didn't watch was it, it but I think it's a neat idea, though. I think like it, a- if we're gonna have like a animated PlayStation IP be a movie, I think Ratchet and Clank is a good start. As yeah. a fan, it was really good. But I bet you, like, just as like a newcomer looking at it, it was like, bro, this is trash. I, I like bro. because it had fan service and it had like PlayStation Easter eggs and stuff in it. But like, nice, nice. It had like Jack. Whatever happened to Jack and Daxter, dude? I know about all this. You feel me? Yeah. They said he's they like, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> they're maturing and they feel like that they're not into that type of style of games anymore. They want to make mature mm. yeah. games. So. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah. That's a little. Sad. As, as we look at <laughs> to the Last of Us, it, you can definitely see the jump in maturity. 
Oh, they, for sure. They have grown <laughs> with. <laughs> they have grown with their fans. Absolutely. They have. Made they could games sell that IP fans. though. They could just sell that IP to somebody and let them make it. Dude, yeah. yeah. Mm, Toys for Bob or something. Just let them remake that. it. Don't do that. They should. Just throw that <laughs> I mean, look, look. What if look. they did like a Spyro style remake of it though? That, that was just like true to the original, the Yo, but like. Give the blue point. Blue point. Yeah. Dude, yeah. They did the entire trilogy great. They did, did the Uncharted you know trilogy. Right? How, uh, you know how Crash Bandicoot was actually in Uncharted Four. Yeah. That oh, actually what? was not going to happen at first because Which they don't have wild. any rights to the game. But yeah. since like Sean Layden and like Activision like have been close to PlayStation and stuff, they like hit them up anyways, and then they gave them the okay, so they opened up some old assets, and then literally they said like the game took like back in the day two years to make, two three years to make, but they gave that assignment to one person and they did it in like a day. Wow, Damn. that's crazy! That is crazy, bro. Fire. Wow. Hurt that Plus, they were pioneers back then. You know, they were they were doing it from scratch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like they they had to figure all that stuff out at the time. Now we have all right. that. You know. Plus, so. they had they they had old assets they could just pull out that they really yeah mm-hmm. yeah. But the fact that one person built that like entire thing, like it's insane, crazy. But back then, it took like a team to do it in years. <laughs> Weird, bro. I kind of wish I would have came up back. I wish I was like 40 right now, but had like came up back whenever it was like, you know, uh, oh, very niche to get into gaming. I have a viewer from my stream. She's 78 years old. What? There's no oh, way. That's God. awesome. I, <laughs> that's so cool. Years old, and she always like tells me about like the the back in the day, back in the day of gaming. It's some crazy that's stuff. Dude, that's one crazy. Of, one of the back in the day games is indeed Final Fantasy VII. It coming out with a remake, pretty Are short. Here. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, yeah, I'm really excited. excited. I'm just excited to play, play for the first time. I mean, it'll be my first Final Fantasy as well. You know, so I'm excited for it. But, Honestly, uh, Seven's the only Final Fantasy I ever really got into. So yeah, yeah. But uh, I like Ten. We did get leaked footage, not footage, but like images of the official, the official back of the box. Right, oh, and this is yeah, it's gonna be a hundred gigs in size yeah. for a third. No wonder of, they had to make it into three parts. Yeah, it's a <laughs> third shit. of the game. How the hell a third <laughs> That's of the game? That's probably just graphics alone, though. I mean, yeah, like, have you seen yeah, the so, graphics, bro? Yeah, yeah dude, but still, as well, though. I don't know if you guys seen all this. They even showing like side content. There's a lot. Yeah, of, yeah. Like, it's pretty bad. Pretty big. It's yeah. It, the game looks straight nasty, bro. Like it looks so good, uh, but um, it really does. Like it insanely out, good. It comes out what May what? Uh, April tenth. April tenth. Mm, I'm gonna be playing RE three. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, sorry. If I gotta pick a remake, it's gonna be. I'm gonna just play both. I'm gonna just play both. But yeah, I mean, Hundred Gigs is wild, but. Not really much to say there. Just for real. Part three, like, actually, excited? Or are you patient? I'm patient. I'm like patient. Now that I yeah, beat, I'm, now I that I have to do right now. So now that I'm playing RE2, I'm a lot more excited for RE3 and to no, experience honestly, it like, like with everyone playing it. You know, I I, I can't wait so for it. Patient for every game except for one. It's ridiculous. Like, I'm just chilling. Yeah, All these yeah, games yeah. come out this year. I don't even care. Like, I'm literally just like I'm chilling. I'm looking on the same way. Cyberpunk got too. delayed until the, like what September? Cyberpunk kind of hurt. Cyberpunk yeah, hurt. September. Like, yeah. Cyberpunk hurt a little bit to me, to be honest. Like, I'm honestly more excited about the new consoles than the new games coming out soon. I don't you know what I mean? Like new consoles are coming out this year. Like I literally, this whole like 
I'm not really into the whole console talk. I don't. It's not for me. I don't know. Everybody's all excited for these next gen consoles, bro. I'm just trying to play Last of Us Part. I love talking PS. There's always this brand new leak about the PS5. People, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I just think it's very boring. Oh no! Oh, I'm the complete opposite, bro. I fucking love. Actually, you know what's crazy? And I found, uh, we will. I'm gonna say this, and then we'll get to the last topic. But um, I was I was looking through some of my high school stuff that I made in class. And one of the assignments was like to make like a information news video. So I actually made an information video comparing the Xbox One and the upcoming PlayStation Four. You still have it? Yeah, and I ran bro, through we specs, bro. I I kind of want to tweet it because like, dude, it's so funny, bro. To like we, what we were talking about, like, oh, I gotta so see this, funny, bro. You know what? I'm gonna tweet it tomorrow. That I had when I was younger, like some, like I remember, um. I'm not going to lie, back during Uncharted 3 days, I made, like, my first ever YouTube video because, like, you could take the, um, like, they had, like, a theater mode where you could upload it to YouTube, and I remember yeah. I did, like, a full commentary on Uncharted 3. Oh, so cool. That video is lost forever. It's tragic. Uh, it's tragic. Yeah, I, w- I wish I could watch it back. Lastly here, the last episode of, not the last episode, damn, the last topic of the episode, <laughs> uh, Call of Duty Warzone. We talked a little bit about this last week, the rumored Battle Royale. For the game, but we did get a little bit more information about this rumor battle royale. There are some sources that have been saying that it is a joint project between Infinity Ward and Raven Software, which will roll out in early March. So early, so it seems to be we're a mere few weeks away from this dropping, right? But but there's some also some other stuff as well uh, that that the website claims that it'll be available both within Modern Warfare as a patch. As well as a free standalone download from the PlayStation Store. Hmm. Those who opt for the latter will be able to purchase an upgrade to the full version of the first-person shooter, which will unlock the campaign and the multiplayer. So it looks like this will be a standalone free-to-play if you don't own Modern Warfare. And for those that own Modern Warfare, it'll be a free patch. However, if you want to expand when you get the free Warzone, if you want to buy the full game, you can do so straight from that client. Dope. Yeah, that's really exciting for that me. That looks particularly yeah. because like I don't have the game, you know. Doing a so. lot of things great with this new like wave of how they drop post game content. Modern Warfare yes. has been a very good year in terms of like post launch support. I hundred percent agree. Yeah. It's been a lot of good things, and they also learned that uh, let's see here that Activision is ramping up its marketing activities with an influencer focused hands on event, which allegedly that happened or is going to happen as well. So it looks like we'll be getting. Uh, some more thoughts from the Call of Duty community. Uh, you know, we may hear from, of course, Drifter, Exclusive Ace, as I said, those two before earlier in the podcast, um, as well as other personalities that are in COD. Um, I guess Noah's kind of still in there. Noah J4, J456, T Martin. He more does T, T. He more does T Martin too, but still, he's still T Martin, so I guess he's still in the COD community. But uh, but yeah, T, he, bro, T, T Martin barely posts on his main channel anymore. T Martin is uh, right now he is T Martin too and has been for like multiple years now. Like yeah. that, plays, bro. Imagine that, bro. Full time variety gaming. Yeah, bro. fire, fire. But uh, dude, I know for real. But uh, I like the idea of it coming free to play. I wish they made Blackout free to play. Honestly, I bet the rad Brad is like, bro. Last was two coming out. He just thinking like the views he's about to get. Bro, I Bro, feel that. He's going to get over a mil- like 2 million views per part. Probably. No Probably, yeah. But like, 
does anyone here not have Modern Warfare? And if you don't, are you inclined to download uh, this Warzone Battle Royale? I don't have it, and I will definitely get Warzone if it's free to play for sure. Mm. Yeah, bro, why not? Bro, I don't know if you guys played Blackout, but that was really good. Blackout, Blackout was, really, was really fun. Good. Blackout yeah. was so fun, bro. I had a bro. blast with it. That's my favorite Battle Royale, actually, except for Call of Duty Mobile, oddly enough. COD the, Mobile the, slaps, bro. COD Mobile Dude, slaps. It slaps. Underrated. It's so good. Underrated as fuck. It's, it's the best mobile game, in my opinion. It's so Damn. good. Like, I, feel that. I mean, look, here's my look. I wish they put COD Mobile on Switch. No, on Switch. Oh, dude. COD Mobile needs to come to it. Switch. That would no, fucking freedom. kill. That would kill. Wait, what? Is COD Mobile free? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Free play. Yeah, it's free to play. Dude, definitely download it, bro. It's fun. It's fun. I'll the like Battle Royale the, mode is great. Look at the iPhone as we speak. <laughs> right. <laughs> they added zombies too, right? Oh, yeah. They got zombies Wait, too. are you fucking serious? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played it in a few months. Are you fucking it's serious? It's like the Shangri-La map or something. No! It's one of the weird ones. They added Shang? No way. No. They added Shang? No, maybe not, maybe not Shangri-La. It's a... Oh, uh, it's the one where you start off in the top and then you go down to the bottom and then there's like... She don't pass. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shino Numa. Yeah. Shino Numa. Shino Numa. That's lit. Is there a bug in me? <laughs> bro, I, 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 thought some, bro, I thought something was fine over me. I thought I saw <laughs> While the homie Taj downloads Call of Duty Mobile and experiences that for the first time, I do want to ask the panel the uh, random question of the week. If you are watching and would like to submit a random question of the week, feel free to. Tweet me, tweet one of us, put it in the Discord, wherever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Put it in the comments below. Let us know if you have any random questions that you want us to tackle on a future episode. But the, the question I have this week is, what's one game you'd be upset about if they didn't bring the PS5? So, of course, right. let's act like they didn't say a PS4 games are working on PS5. Most of them are. But, uh, you know, let's act like, all right, if there was one game from this generation that they said, yo, it's staying in this generation. It's not coming to PS5. What game would you be most upset about? Honestly, Ghosts of Tsushima. Like, I feel mm. like it's coming so close to PS5 that I just don't even get why it's going to come out on PS4. You know, like, that game is so beautiful looking, and I feel like if they were to just put it on PS5, you know, like, but make it, that the home console you know right that's true, it could but it started developing like so early on i know but they've delayed it so far back that it's like they could have just switched over you know what i'm saying like i, I mean, feel like if they knew they were gonna delay it so much that's what like, i'm saying like it, it never really had a day until summer 2019 i mean 2020 yeah, yeah it's, it's just been low-key it's just been like hey it's coming but we haven't really is it hasn't really low technically key. been delayed it's low-key been delayed but Dude, I can't wait for those. Uh, there's something about it where I'm not super excited about it, but I have a feeling that it's gonna be like gonna a sleeper slap. hit. It's gonna yeah, slap. I think it's gonna be good. I mean, I mean, I mm -hmm. hope so. Bro, I wonder what Naughty Dog's doing. That bro, I just need a Naughty Dog game. You know? That uh, <laughs> dude, Savage Starlight, bro. That that fucking sci-fi game. That would be 100%. tight. That's what we're doing. But um, I, I think this is the end of Last of Us. I'm gonna be honest. There's no oh, there's not gonna be a part three. I 100 yeah. agree. The, 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 there won't. The, the, okay there will not be a part three. And I'm fine with that. What's one game you'd be upset about? I'm trying to think about what mine would be. Honestly, I feel like, hmm, what's one game I'd be upset? I can't even believe there's a part two. I'm just looking bad. at Ellie's face right now. Like, Damn, bro. Yeah. Damn, bro. This my bad. I mean, 
it's man wow i feel like you'd be upset if they didn't bring last <laughs> part two to ps5 as well i i i'm, I'm I, I mean, presuming taj i wouldn't i don't think i'd care what the fuck How it, you, it was just <laughs> bro it's not bro it's just frames and resolution like it's 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 not like the ps4 looks any bad it's gonna really like would the remaster of that really make my eyes look any different other than like 60 frames and well, plus, let's be honest, no, bro. Uncharted 4 was a very smooth 30 frame game. That ray tracing, though. That ray mm, tracing, he's got a point, dude. That's, that's going to be oh, that ray tracing might look that. fire, That's a game bro. changer. It might look fire, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm ready for, I'm ready for that. I, I mean, I, I, I assume that it's coming. You know what I'm I don't I, think it's going to be released as another game. I think it'll be a patch. But yeah, yeah, it'll definitely be a patch. I think, I think if Destiny were to not come to By PS5. Way, I have two LA editions and a collector's. So yeah, you trying to slide one over to me? Cause I would, <laughs> I would, I would really appreciate it. I'm already it. sliding them, fam. That's why I got so many. I bet. Bro. I have I a subscriber that. over in the UK. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. I, saw so that. I got her one. I got myself one. And then my collectors that I had, I was gonna rob somebody on eBay, but then I'm gonna just slide it to one of my homies. So fire. <laughs> I clutch. I feel like if Bungie were to move on to a new IP, which they did get a um, substantial uh, investment bulk amount from i believe 10 cent i think oh, i think it was course. them but uh they got Did that like two about years PlayStation's ago? pricing yet no they haven't they haven't announced it yet have they no no it's like they're no, uh, he's talking about they're how they're trying to hold it oh yeah it yeah i think either way they're still taking like you price at 450 dollars yeah i didn't put that on the dock I do have a separate video that I'm oh, making oh, tomorrow about that, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Either, I think either if it's 450 or 500, it's still they're still going for L. Yeah, so which I mean, like I think also work out for them because PlayStation Plus makes they have 39 million subscribers. So if you do the math on that, that's every that's just money. You know what I'm saying? That they're just getting. <laughs> just you know. Money. Like, literally, yeah. I mean, off of that and PS Now, um, so off of that, as well as how well the first party games are selling overall, I feel like they're going to be okay with taking either very, very small profits per console or no profit at all and taking a loss for each console for the first year or two years of PS5's life cycle. I feel like it's still going to be okay, you know? Yeah, like, they'll make their money on software. Oh, yeah, 100%. Sure. 100%. Because right now the numbers are that... um. Uh, uh, to just solely manufacture the hardware is at 450 right now, and Which if you, crazy. yeah, but that's not even taking into account like the packaging as well as shipping. you know shipping and stuff like that. And why can't they do this stuff in bulk? Did they not explain that? No, that is the bulk price. Like that's wow, like after that's bulk. Insane. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. What so, would you do was that if budget? it came out and it was 600 dollars? I mean, so six, they, that's hard to budget. You got it, like, the console itself 600. You're gonna want at least like two three games. They yeah. wouldn't yeah. ever do that because if you guys recall, the PS3 oh, yeah. launched at 600, and that was a fucking disaster. So no, <laughs> like, they would never. Yeah, so like Let's they see. would never do that. Whenever I buy my PS5, I don't look. This is the best way to budget. I feel like. Let's say the console's 500. You get that. Grab two games. I say don't buy another controller. Like I don't think you need any accessories. A lot of people feel like I think they're gonna go over war. They're gonna get like controllers, the games. They're probably gonna buy like a headset with it or something. You know what I mean? Like. Crazy mm -hmm. people. Yeah, yeah I've seen yeah. people, they're talking like, oh, I plan on spending over a grand when the yeah, new console like, hits. It's like, what? Yeah. Just buy the console in a game. You'll be all right. Like, what you I the good mean, news is, mm -hmm. 
Oh, I'm I, sorry. I was I, just gonna say 4K TVs are getting really cheap at least. So like, That's if true. you get a That's good true. TV to go with your console, it won't be like super expensive. I'm already 4K out. I got 4K monitor. I got yeah. a 4K. You know, so like the the 4K department, I'm good on. Um, for me, it depends on the launch lineup because I gotta see how many games I'm getting. Right? If it's first party of PlayStation, I am getting that day one. That's obvious. But um. I gotta look at what is what is you know what is did coming out. Did y'all sign up for the launch. PlayStation thing today, the celebration thing? I did do that. I did. No, that. I did that as well. It's uh, I mean, let's be real. All those rewards that we're gonna have them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot even turn on my PlayStation. I'm gonna have all three. Facts, facts. But uh, is there uh, any other games that y'all can think of that you would hate to see not come to PS5? For me, I think it'd be Destiny. Like if Bungie were to move on to new IP, I would miss mm-hmm. Destiny as a franchise. But that is probably what. I would say like my knee-jerk answer is. See, and of all the ones we talked about, that's the one I feel like is maybe likely to get shut down just because the servers for Destiny are what matter in in Destiny's situation. You know what I mean? It wouldn't even be an issue of like the game not running on the new generation. It would just be like, oh, we've abandoned this game to work on future games. You know what I mean? I wasn't even thinking that. I guess I was thinking like more of like from like a franchise standpoint. Like if like we never got like a Destiny 3. If we if we never got like a new implementation of like Destiny, you know what I'm Ooh, saying? Yeah. Like I'd be like, man, like, damn, that'd be that'd be kind of sad. But that uh, would be sad. <laughs> yeah. If uh, that's all y'all got to say, I guess we can uh, end this uh, podcast. Um, <laughs> who wants to start? Tajay. Yep. Where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at Tajay Moment. On YouTube, I mean, yeah, on YouTube as Tajay, and um, yeah, those are like the main two socials that I use: YouTube and Twitter. Mm, links in the okay. description as well for all these homies as well. Links in the description. But uh, to my immediate left, Brett and Jamel, you may say your piece. Yeah, uh, yeah. Find our podcast, Game Speak Podcast, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all those places. Also, we post in video format on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash create for sanity. And then we're on Instagram and everywhere else. You can just find us by our, our names. Like, we'll pop up. And then uh, we post stuff there. I'm, I'm still working on the Twitter thing. I don't really understand what's going on over there. Everybody's mad. But, you know, just kidding. Jamel's got new hats on our website that are pretty fresh if yeah, you guys are that. interested. Embroidered. No, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's it. That's what we. That's mm. where we're at. Mm-hmm. There you go. And of course, oh yeah, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was nah. I'm not gonna steal the spotlight like that. Go ahead. No, I mean, I would just, I would just, just extend my outro. So like, if you want to say something, I mean, by all means, go say. Self congratulate myself, but we're not gonna do that. Oh yeah, six thousand subs. Let's yo, six thousand. That's a. That's not self congratulating. That's a. You know, yo, that's a. That's a. Coming up quick. I don't know what's going on right now, but six point one in. What like congratulations? Subs, on the rise. People got mm. that Last of Us fever, dude. Absolutely. That's what's Something going on. I need next, ten more subs for six point one. Next Sub week, next week is gonna be uh, I guess a special birthday episode for uh, the boy. And by the boy, I mean myself. Because <laughs> <I'm>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> guys, are we wait? Are we drinking next episode? Because I'm kind of down. Are we drinking? Are we, hey, are we, uh, are we doing some birthday? birthday? I don't let's usually drink in cast, but we can. I don't either. Cast. Honestly, wait. Okay, we will talk about that after this recording. Because honestly, I'm kind of down. I'm like a little bit down, but we'll we'll see. But of course, 
you can tune in next week as well as any other future episodes on youtube.com slash PlayStation Source, as well as, of course, any uh, of the major podcast services, bleh, podcast services that, of course, being Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and Spotify. Links in the description to our anchor link where you can see all those other podcast services that we are on. Like the episode if you enjoyed it, as well as stay subscribed to PlayStation Source to keep up with Lace and Grace and PlayStation. As well as down below, link to our Twitter at PSSourceVids. Check out that as well. As well as, uh, you know, we are still chugging along on the Uncharted 2 playthrough. Make sure to go. I, I plan on streaming that this week as well. Um, as if you missed it, Dreams, the full uh, Media Molecule Arts Dream playthrough was uploaded yesterday as of this recording. So make sure to go check out that as well. So uh, thank you all for watching. Oh, also check out for Road to Part 2 again this week. Episode 26. Check it out there. And, uh, yeah. So, thank you all for watching. And as always, greatness awaits. awaits. By the way, the weekend's album dropped. Oh, really? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Just I know, now? Wait, stop, stop, stop. I know Attracted. Did the, oh. full, did the full album come out? I might be wrong. Hold on. I heard it was so The weekend? Yeah. You? Oh, nice. Nah, it's, I, the, uh, I, it's the, uh, three, three tracks dropped. I love the weekend. But did but, y'all uh, get that Billie Eilish 007 song? <laughs> I did not. All right. Later, guys. I'll see you. Later, guys. See you,